Hello, everyone, and welcome to I Live On Through This Reprise, a podcast that controls the... Uh, controls the con- the flow of information. I am apparently joined by more people than I thought. But first off, your friend and mine, Ash, uh, Molly. Oh, Jesus, I'm hey. all fucked up. <laughs> Ashley, okay. You good, bud? Yeah, no, I just saw someone pop up in the corner. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, hey, hi, it's me, Molly. Got Luke with us. Hi, I'm Luke. Oh, dear. Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, I see what happened here. What do you mean? I, I don't understand. This is, a, this, is, this is a classic bit. Classic I, bit. There's no, look, there's no bit here. I understand. I was I on Eidolon Pop, I'll have you know. As the previous Luke, but I've studied all his podcast techniques. techniques. I've aced the VR simulations of his most famous GM sessions, plus... I have fabulous hair and anime swag, so I think I have inherited the title of Luke. And while I know we all miss Listen. the previous Luke that we've come to know and love, he did die in that tragic tanker accident. So I'm I think afraid we're actually going to name you Big Luke now. I think we're just going to upgrade no. you to Big Luke immediately. <laughs> but it turns out that Luke might be on this oil rig, so we need to give you a new name. Hi, everybody. It's me, Broccoli Cheddar Phillips, a real name for a real guy. <laughs> Oh wow! Huh. No, you need to you need to name yourself after like a movie. <laughs> I wasn't expecting a fourth person on this call. <laughs> yeah, me either. Yeah, it is a shame how Luke died on that oil tanker two years ago. It is. Yeah, a shame. it did. The Hudson it is River. A shame. You, I hate it when motherfuckers die in the Hudson River. It happens constantly. Strange though, you, you usually you find people dead in the Hudson River. They don't usually looks. die there. You wouldn't seem to know anything about the previous Luke, would you? I just know that you shouldn't uh, idolize a legend. He was a terrorist. Um, pretty cool guy, though, from what I hear. Yeah, yeah from what I've heard. Did a lot of sneaking missions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, no, I'm Iris. Hi, Iris. We fooled you all. We're going to call, <laughs> call you Iris from now on to yeah. avoid any confusion. <laughs> Listen, yes. I had to do it. I had to. No, you know, I, yeah, I can't yeah. blame you for this one bit. This is what happens for me not having the Skype window up. Uh, I wasn't, I wasn't ready for an ambush. That's all. And then me. Ashley did have slipping. the Skype window up, and yeah. it completely threw her off. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, oh, I did. While I was waiting, I was thinking about the possibility that, like, okay, but what if one of them is paying attention? Right. I mean, no, there's I nothing I can do that. about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and yeah, like. When they replaced uh, Snake with Raiden, I also was thrown off by this. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I would have loved to do this bit also, with Chelsea, so there was no chance of uh, it being caught, but she's at work, so, you know. <laughs> oh, uh, I see. I was the second choice. Well. Brutal. We did literally say <laughs> on the podcast last episode that Chelsea would be my Raiden, given the choice. So, that you is know. fair. That is true. Yeah. That is true. That episode's not out yet, unfortunately. So that's, Iris has no idea. That's true. No, I I don't know anything. I'm completely in the dark, much like my namesake. Mm-hmm. Iris? I guess they didn't brief you on that. Raiden. Right, yeah. <laughs> uh all right. Well, Iris, what have you done this week? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> You're on this podcast now, sorry. Uh yeah, no, I was planning on that actually. Uh, so I played I played some video games. Uh, Please, by all means. Yeah, so I, I played a little bit of that Lethal Company. I'm not sure if you've heard of it. 
Yeah, I've heard of it, but I don't know what it is. Tim's the hot new game everyone's talking about. Yeah, it It, is. Yeah, the hot new streaming game. Yeah, it is a, my my friends like sort of cajoled me into playing it, even though it's not something I normally would play. Uh, It is a cooperative, um, how how do I even want to put this? Uh, Like cooperative survival game where... You are trying to loot scrap from various abandoned bases on hostile planets to sell them to a mysterious alien entity who lives behind a huge wall. And you only see it when it's a tentacle that is like grabbing your loot that you've come to drop off. I gotcha. Yeah, that's fine. I'd do that. Seems normal. Yeah. And so like you've got a shitty little ship. Uh, and you got to go to these planets uh, and, you know, go inside the bases and, and get stuff and try not to be killed by whatever horrible monsters might be lurking there. Uh, you also have like a monitor on the ship that lets you that lets like if one person stays behind, they can switch to a camera feed that's centered on a specific other member of the crew uh, to see if there's any like scrap or monsters nearby. So being the Frady cat that I am, I pretty much mostly just was the camera woman. <laughs> sure. Being like, you know, hey, sometimes you got to be the camera guy. Don't don't go there. There's bad shit there. You should go. They, they kind of have a similar position in like phasmophobia, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a bit like phasmophobia, except like in this one, you are not trying to deliberately find the horrible ghost. They just they just come to you in this one. Yeah, yeah. You you just have to deal with it. Uh, there was probably my favorite moment in the game was when it was very early on. We were still figuring out what the fuck was actually in the game, where the rest of the team was exploring the base. I was in the ship, and I was you know talking with them through the walkie-talkie, uh, and. I started hearing growling noises outside and I think uh, I think one yeah Ember was with me and uh she she had just come back to the ship to drop off some loot and we both started hearing growling and we were like the fuck is that growling and then we look behind us like at the ship's exit and there's just this giant fucking alien dog thing like staring okay. right at us <laughs> And yeah, it kills okay. Ember first because she's closer and it's in the ship now. I can't get away anywhere. And I am just on the walkie talkie saying, oh, shit, it's in the ship. It's it's, it's going to kill. It, it's in the ship and it's going to kill us. And then that's where for the other players, my walkie talkie <laughs> cut out and then they just heard static. I think that's beautiful. Yeah, uh, that's great. So I just by happenstance recreated like the perfect horror movie, like the the fucking uh, minor character just got killed off, and now the rest of the yeah. people have to deal with <laughs> the rest it. Of the team is ready to fight. Yeah, and it's the person that you least expect because it's the person who's supposed to be safe in the ship. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I was in the van and I got fucking got. Um, uh, there's a. I saw a, a streamer do the SpongeBob through the walkie-talkie. Wee-woo, wee-woo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so that was that's kind of fun. Um, the other game that I played that I really liked a lot was Cosmic Wheel Sisterhood. Uh, which cool is name. a sort of narrative, like visual novel type thing uh, that. Uh, that uses like you cr- you craft your own tarot cards using magic. Like very early on, your your character who is in this 200 year exile is like, fuck, this exile sucks. I need I need to fucking get out of this uh, summons a demon, basically. Uh, they call it a behemoth, but like it's it's basically what we would know as like, oh, you're doing a demon pact um, and gains the power to like create their own uh, Oracle deck of sorts uh, that they can then use to uh, predict the fate of characters they will then interact with. It shares a lot more in common with Eidolon than I initially expected it would. <laughs> Honestly, there's a lot about it that reminded me of Eidolon. And like one of the endings, like one of the things you can do near the end was like, oh, that's just a thing we did for the ending of Pop Rock season two. Oh, no. Oh, OK. okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Really cool game. I, I liked it a lot. It was there are parts of it where I was like, that is not what I expected it was going to be at all. That's not the direction I was thinking. Um, but I don't really want to say any more about it. I just think sure. it's neat. Yeah, that's fair. I saw you post about it, and I was like, I don't know if that's a book or a game, but I'll find out one day. It is a game, but yeah, no, yeah. It, it made me feel emotions. <laughs> Classic. That's how they get you. Yeah. But yeah, that's primarily what I would... Oh, and I guess, like, Molly and I have been playing a lot of uh, <laughs> the latest farming sim that come, came out, but I'll let Molly oh, talk yeah. about that. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of I'm not going to, you know, uh, steal your bit here. You don't want to jump in on all I've done this week. Thanks. I appreciate that. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Thank you. Anyway, Uh, well, Luke, what have you been doing? What have I been doing? I've been doing a lot the past two weeks uh, because we did have to. uh, Oh, right. Yes, we had we had an accidental week off. Right, right. Because I had an emergency uh, at work that I had to cover on the day we were recording. Um so what all have I done? Uh, I played through. They they did the remake of Super Mario RPG, which was they like sure did. an all time favorite for me as a kid. So I was like, well, they just stole sixty dollars from me. It kind of doesn't matter if it's good <laughs> it's or not. True. I'm a fool. I should so, play that game someday. <laughs> it's good. Um, you can just play the Super Nintendo version. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what. If I'm going to do it, that's probably what I'll end up. Yeah, doing. yeah, that's that's fine. I I had fun with it. Here's one thing that annoyed me a little bit. They added some new mechanics that are kind of neat where, like, uh, you know, that game sort of is the one that invented the Mario RPG thing of, like, you hit buttons when you do attacks to do, like, bonus damage or, like, you hit a button when you're getting attacked to block damage. Um, They added, like, a chain, like, a combo system for that where it's, like, tracking how many consecutive times you do it. Okay. And the, the more you do that, the more like um, buffs you get, as long as you keep the, the chain going, which is cool, except they didn't balance the game to accommodate for that. So <laughs> it's already not a super hard game, and you can really just sleepwalk through the remake. 
uh, which I found a little little annoying. That's like, surprising because even in like Paper Mario, it was hard to get a big string of jumps. Yeah, if you get the uh, the timing down, it's it's not that bad. One thing I do think the remake does really smartly is some of those moves were a little hard to judge when you were supposed to hit the button. Um, this one adds like a little exclamation point the first few times you do it. And then when you nail the timing, like I think it's three times in a row, it takes it away. So it's like, okay, you have the timing now. We don't, you don't need the guide. And then if you miss it a bunch in a row, it brings the guide back for you. Oh, huh. Which is, I, I think a really smart way to do that. Um, like I said, I think that's a cool system add-on, but you gotta make you gotta give all the enemies like more attack and HP, or else I'm just gonna like plow through them now. Right. Because uh, they also added every time you like su- um, successfully do one of those, it builds a meter that when it fills up, you can do a super move, and it's like again, okay, that's more damage output I've got that you didn't. They like, added limit breaks. The game for. <laughs> um. So, like, especially, like, you know, bosses, I remember being, like, impossible as a little kid. Obviously, they were never impossible. I was just dumb. But, they, you know, you had to think about it a little bit, and you really don't in the remake. Yeah. It is like the changes they made to it are amplifying the fact that it already wasn't all that hard. Um, Except for once you beat the game, they made new, like, rematch boss fights against a bunch of the bosses... And those are really cool. They're, like, kind of difficult, uh, like, puzzle fights where, like, if you don't figure out the right sequence of moves to do, this boss will simply one-hit kill you. Um, And those are fun to work through, but also, you know, even that took, you know, an hour to get through all of them, you know? Yeah. I did Um, see you get obliterated by that one guy with the train. (laughs) Yeah, they do have... That guy ran a train on you. Uh-huh, yeah, they they <laughs> did a rematch of Booster where he just, his whole thing is that he, like, turns around and is tinkering with his train, and after, like, a certain number of turns, he will be ready and he will just one-hit kill your entire party, and sometimes he's got, you know, little snippets as his, like, minions, they will, like, cheer him on, which makes him instantly finish, so the whole idea is you're hitting the snippets to, like, break their concentration or hitting him to break his concentration so that they never finish the job. But, uh, I did go into that fight with like insufficient speed stats on my party and they just (laughs) cheered him on immediately. And I died before I got to take a turn. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. (laughs) Which wasn't (laughs) ideal. (laughs) It was really funny. It was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) That video was really good. I was wondering what was going on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what else have I been doing? Uh, I watched the new Scott Pilgrim show. Oh, I I've been meaning to do that. Yeah, it's I. I sure thought they were just kind of doing an adaptation of the comic, and that's not what that show is. That's not what they're doing at all. That's yeah. what I've heard. <laughs> it sure looks like what they're doing for the first episode, and then the first episode ends in like, well, that doesn't happen. <laughs> That's not how the comic goes. That doesn't make no sense. Hmm. Uh, I ended up liking it a lot, but it definitely kind of like... I had to kind of sit with it just because I was expecting the straight thing so much that like when it was so divergent, I was like, what? I don't even know what I think of this. I'm just kind of blindsided by it. But it's good. I like it. Yeah, it was good. It's hard to talk about because, again, the whole thing is spoilers front to back. (laughs) Yep. 
Can but if I, you liked that comic talk about it. or that movie at all ten years ago, you should check it out. It, uh. It's been really weird just seeing people like posting about Scott Pilgrim again. I yeah, know, it it's surreal. Been. Yeah. Uh, it's really funny because I don't think I've ever sat down and watched Scott Pilgrim vs. the World all the way through the film. I yeah. don't think I've ever watched that whole thing in one sitting. I think I've seen the whole thing. but Right. Um, and I've never read the comic, but pretty good show. It did get me to go back and reread the comic for the first time since the first time I read it. I did not remember just how much that movie changes those characters. It's a very different vibe in that comic. Yeah, I've I've never read the comic. I did watch the movie. I feel like I really need to read the comic. <laughs> a lot of the dialogue from the movie is lifted directly from the comic, but the whole tone of the comic is a lot more like laid back and casual. It's like... Just friends hanging out, shooting the shit, and every now and then a crazy thing happens. And the movie kind of takes all of the, like, low-key parts out of it. Yeah, I've seen excerpts. I've seen people post excerpts from, like, later parts of it on Twitter that, like, never made the movie adaptation. I'm like, this seems really up my alley. I should actually, like, take some time to read the thing. Yeah, the entire last volume of that comic, like, Ramona has vanished and Scott's just depressed and he has to, like, get his shit together. And, like, there's no, there's kind of no action to the story until, like, the very end of it. Uh, it's it's cool. I Honestly, I still think that's probably my favorite version of the story, but the cartoon <laughs> was a really cool, like, follow-up and kind of, like, weirdly sort of tried to... Uh, marry the comic and the movie together a little more closely and, like, make them more of a piece with each other. Huh. Yeah. The The cartoon is wild. <laughs> <laughs> it's really um, weird. It's, it's so... It's really fucking funny, actually. They make the movie in the cartoon. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah... That's really cool. Speaking of other things that have a lot of spoilers that make them hard to talk about, when playing a lot of Void Stranger. Uh, I've seen people talking about Void Stranger, and yeah. every time I see a screenshot of Void Stranger, I'm like, how can this be anything? How, is it, <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. how can this be anything? You have shown me a guy standing in a room with six little dudes and some blocks. Uh -huh. What the fuck are you talking about? I mean, to be <laughs> fair, that's a bit what Obradin looked like when that game came out. Now, and now, I fucking now, adore Obradin, so, you know, maybe. <laughs> now, hang on a fucking minute. I do that think there's a different a... premise. I think there's a small degree to which Void Stranger is a little bit like the fact that everybody talks about it that way already kind of like sets your expectations wrong for it, you know? Probably, um, yes. But the people I've seen about it have post the posts are crazy. So I don't know what it is. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. The, the main ahead. thing I saw was Luke's post where he was like posted in an empty like a room with like some guys and he's like oh you bastards and then 30 minutes later he was like i'd completed that room and I'm like what <laughs> the fuck is going on he posted a picture with one guy and six sea anemone and i'm supposed to be like yeah that's crazy dog <laughs> <laughs> um, what the fuck are you talking about the basic like okay you start up void stranger um, you immediately know there's going to be some weird, like, fez or tunic type shit, because it has you draw, like, a brand, and, like, okay, whatever, don't know what that's oh, about. okay. Uh-huh, yeah. Okay. I see. Yeah, um, 
the game starts and your character is just like walking through like this empty like desert river and just finds like a big square hole in the ground. They jump down. Um, and you have like free, it's like a top down like Zelda game. You're moving around and then you go like one floor into this labyrinth and you pick up a cane and you're, you just get narration. Like something feels weird. And all of a sudden you don't have free movement. You're locked to a grid. And, uh, you know, it's a puzzle game. It's like a, what do you call it? A Sokoban, where you, like, are pushing blocks around. The People main... started, this is the same fucking thing when somebody said extraction shooter for the first time. Like, but this was in a language I didn't know. So right, I was like, yeah. what the, what? This is, <laughs> you guys invented a new word. Hang on. You have to explain what this means to me. <laughs> Yeah, I had not been super familiar with that term before, but you know, it's it's Baba is you, it's Patrick's Parabox, it's Steven's okay. sausage roll. It's those block puzzles okay. in Zelda. Okay. See, now you you were on a one for three there, and then you said <laughs> block puzzles in Zelda, and I'm like, okay, well th- I I know what that is, so <laughs> Yeah. Um you know, the main uh gimmick in Void Stranger is like I said, you have this magic cane, and the way it works is that when you use it, it like grabs the tile in front of you and just leaves a hole in the ground. And then you can place that tile somewhere else in the room. So you're having to, like, rearrange the room to, like, solve the puzzles. Oh, Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Notably, you have HP in this game. You start off with 10 HP, and then in the intro cinematic, you take fall damage and lose three, so you're at seven. But it doesn't matter because every enemy in the game does 999 damage. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, Ripperoni. Yeah. So if you touch anything, you just die immediately. You can collect these, like, golden locust idols that revive you. They're, like, you know, one-ups. When you run out of those, you just get a black screen and this funky little bat flies up to you and says, like, Oh, hey, you're dead. That sucks. Um, did you, like, want to keep going or are you good being dead? And if you say you want to keep going, it's like, well, I mean, you're dead, though, is the problem. Uh, I'll tell you what. Okay, okay. If you eat this cursed fruit I've got, you'll become a part of this world. And that means you can't ever really die or ever really live, though. So, like, you know, be sure about this. Uh, If you say no, it just literally closes the game. And when you open it up, it just starts at the title screen again. (laughs) Uh, But if you say... If you say yes, the HP just gets replaced with the word void, and you can keep going. Uh, there's, like, I think 255 floors. Ah. Um, and it's got kind of that, uh, you know, near thing where, like, you have to play the game multiple times. Um, sure. And uh, one thing I will say that frustrated me a lot, and I, I'd probably be finished with it if I had figured this out quicker. Um if you get to the bottom having died, having become void, you get, like, the bad ending, and it resets you back to the start. And you're alive again. The goal is to get to the bottom without dying. And, um... the So, I took that as, well, alright, let me keep going. Shit, I fucked up and died. I will refuse the fruit, start fresh, and keep trying that. It's really hard. I know I've solved all these puzzles before, but it's easy to fuck up. Um, or, yeah. you know, I can't remember 255 puzzle solutions. Yeah, it's you not know? gonna happen. Yeah. Um, so I keep fucking up and dying, restarting from scratch. 
Uh, they give you a, like, special thing to give you infinite lives, but eventually they take it away from you partway through the dungeon. <laughs> um, for reasons that aren't worth getting into. But, like, it, I kept, I felt like I was spinning my wheels. Like, what the fuck is happening? What I found out is that if I just, instead of resetting from the beginning like that, if I kept just starting over from a void playthrough the dialogue changes everywhere and you get hints about shortcuts and stuff. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, okay. Jesus I would have done the same thing you did. Yeah. Yeah. I was at the, I was almost ready to give up on the game. And then I just did that on a lark and was like, well, okay. Now everyone's like, Oh, you're back. Huh? Okay. Weird. Um, anyway, have you tried going this way or doing this thing? I'm like, well, okay. Why couldn't you have told me that before? Yeah. <laughs> um, because uh, yeah, eventually I, like you get, you find secrets and, like, discover other things that make it... You don't have to remember 255 puzzle solutions. You can just glide through the rooms really quickly. Uh, and then, uh, I you was know, looking... near playthrough C starts, and that's where I'm at right now. Okay. Yeah. I was looking up uh, something about, you know, just to get, like, a view of this game. Yeah. Uh, it's made by Finnish Studio, so it's those crazy Finns again. <laughs> God damn those. <laughs> They're all over the damn place. You know what? Uh, if not for Alan Wake, I would say it easily has the best uh, video game musical number of the year. So God, that makes Alan sense. Alan Wake 2, though. <laughs> Honestly, it gives Alan Wake 2 a run for its money in that regard. It's hitting a very different tone, but it's fucking cool when okay, all of a sudden the music has lyrics. That, okay, that sounds, okay. All right. <laughs> A lot going on here. <laughs> yeah, and like every, you know, I don't know, 30 floors or so, you're getting like backstory about what's going on. You're like a uh, a handmaiden to a princess that's like embroiled Classic. in a bunch of like... Yeah, Hell yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ain't that a damn way. <laughs> Should have started with that, Luke. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Come on, man. Well, the game doesn't start know with that. Your you know your audience. <laughs> The vibe I got by the end of it was less, like, romance and more, like, mother-daughter. But, you know, I'm also not very, you know, I got, apparently I'm not very far in yet. <laughs> Despite yeah. having beaten it twice. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, that's good, because the person that I know who had been playing it um, had been so, like, vague about it that I had no idea what it was. But in yeah. such a way that, like... Well, now I don't want to look into it in case I do want to play it later. Right. Because yeah. you're posting spoilers. Yeah. And, like, it's all well tagged and stuff, so I didn't get spoiled on anything. But I'm like, you're not selling me on this. You, right. You have done nothing to sell me on what this game is. So that's I have enough. gotten stuck on some puzzles and tried to look up solutions. And I'm deep enough in where it's kind of hard to find that. Or if I do find it, it's got spoilers. So I've seen, a, I've seen stuff that, like... I mean, that's a spoiler, but I have so little context for it that I'm confused that we're talking about the same game, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's very cool so far. Great soundtrack, too. Nice. Okay. And I think that, that's it for uh, Luke, me. should I play it? Uh, I, I recommend it. I give it a hearty thumbs up. You know, it depends on how much you like puzzle games. Do you think Molly should play it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you like The Witness. You like you like puzzle I do stuff. Like, I do like The Witness. I do like puzzle things. Okay, fair enough. You know, you might end up tapping out after, like, beating it, you know, but yeah. I would say it's worth at least checking out. Uh, at okay. least doing that it's first also, playthrough. It's also only $12, so. Yeah, yeah. All right, great, Ashley. What have you been doing? 
I finished a noted Finnish game, Alan Wake 2. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. And may I just say, Alan Wake 2. Alan <laughs> Wake right. 2. So true. That's a fact. Oh, what, You're I so was, right. That, what, a, what a fucking game. That's video games, baby. What if a birthday card from your mom could defeat the devil? <laughs> <laughs> what if? You gotta hope it does. Yep. <laughs> fucking love yep. remedy. <laughs> Completely they on their so bullshit. They are so fucking cornball sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> yeah, it. It's just like one of the things where it's like, like by the time that you're at that point, yeah. you have bought in so hard. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That like, you're just in it. You're just... just Right. This ain't, this isn't gonna mess it up for you. You're just yeah, you're yeah. just gonna keep going. Right. This is the this is the thing. They do quantum break. Nobody likes it, but they're like, I think we're cooking. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, we gotta make control now. People need to know what we were doing. I'll uh, say. They, yeah. I kind of want to go back and play quantum break now. I know. Same. I kind of feel like I gotta yeah, play quantum break okay. now. <laughs> yeah. Good. I'm glad we both had that weird brain worm. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I've seen people go and play quantum break now. It's crazy. What if it was good this whole time and we were just fools? I mean, that could be true. What if we weren't prepared for the truth? I seem to remember back in, you know, 2014 being like, they're doing like a whole TV show in there. It's going to be a bunch of live action. That sounds stupid. After Alan Wake 2, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. What the fuck were we talking about? (laughs) I want TV shows on all my games. I absolutely want Remedy's low rent TV show. I want Remedy's uh, sci-fi original series. I love it it when Alan Wake is dealing with a surreal between two ferns situation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Someone edited a video where Alan Wake went on uh, the Eric Andre show. Yeah. And yeah, that's, that's I think really that's more it. They really need, yeah. they just needed one time he shows up and Eric Andre's there instead of Mr. Door. That needed to actually happen in the game. Yeah, that would have been great. <sighs> uh, yeah, I, I, I would have watched a full 30 minutes of their talk show. Yeah, well, you got a full 30 minutes of their, like, <laughs> Inland Empire knockoff. <laughs> yeah. God, what a... <laughs> 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 yeah, not, not a lot I could say other than yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, you know, watched some movies. Uh, one, like, my most liked letterbox review is me kind of dunking on that uh, defunct, the latest defunct lay, which I feel weird about. <laughs> the I haters get, I get have been it, waiting for him to slip. Yes. And, like, that's fine, but I do feel like, okay, I, you know. I understand that you guys thought he was being corny at the end of the last video. He was. Right. I want to be clear. He was being corny. Um, but I didn't hate him for it. It's fine. We've all been corny. Yeah. Who among us? Yeah. Yeah. They, like I, I was saying, like on my in my review, and like I've watched that like kind of shape take form on Patreon for a bit. Mm-hmm. And the entire time, I'm like, that seems like it seems like you're going for a big swing. Uh, What's the like, premise I, of the new one? I kind of t- totally missed me. It, it's it's about the building of Epcot and okay. like the kind of the thing that he is doing is that there's no narration from him. Oh, okay. It's all uh, like uh, like kind of like s- some reenactments, uh, a lot of like archival audio and right. a original score. I see. 
and he's like trying out like a bunch of different like uh visual elements and stuff yeah sort of doing a Uh, fantasia but for his youtube channel (laughs) yeah like it it what i kind of went away from it is like it seems like it was a really like useful like experimentation of him like trying out new things i just don't know if i needed to see it Yeah. yeah that's fair I kind of feel the same way where it's like, that's a that's a cool thing you did. Sort of didn't personally care about it. But that's cool. Yeah. And I, I just say it as someone who is super into Epcot. Yeah, I was going to say coming from I, you, that's crazy. Yeah. And, and maybe that's yeah. It's I was wearing when I watched it, I was wearing my keep Epcot weird shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I. Watch Ninja 3 The Domination, uh, which is... What? Like, <laughs> every time I watch a movie from the 80s, like a kind of cheesy movie from the 80s, I'm like, this is the most 80s movie of all time. But I think I might be right about this one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's about a aerobics instructor who gets possessed by a dead ninja uh to then uh uh take revenge on everything uh everyone who killed her uh and at one point uh she does get hypnotized by an arcade cabinet okay yeah yeah hate when that happens yeah I gotta play Time Crisis for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call it Time Crisis, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then I watched uh, two of the Deathstalker movies, uh, which are like kind of crappy, campy, like sword and sandal movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is no good. Yeah. Bad. Uh you know, it's like basically softcore, but like has a way too rapey vibe. Oh, okay, sure. yeah. Uh, and then the uh, it also, unfortunately for me, uh, has a segment of my fetish that we never got to in Totally Spies. Uh, and I was like, uh oh. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I, uh huh. You are so brave right now. This is yeah. the bravest I've ever you, seen you. You got out of there alive, and here you are. Yeah. Here you are. Yeah, you're yeah. here now. Yeah. yeah, because people have watched Deathstalker. <laughs> well, what are we talking about? I don't, there's like a, at one point, the main guy transforms his henchman into the princess, and it's like oh, a okay. whole like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, like, they didn't oh, do really? any. Did that never any... happen on Totally Spies? No, there was no like TGTF any. Nothing, huh. anything like That's that. That's wild. Yeah, they I had. I'm so. shocked. They had body, they had body swapping, but it was always same was gender. Always and when they didn't Jerry when... swap with someone? Jerry swapped with Alex, but that was a personality switch. Oh, okay, right. That's different. Like right, we, yes. I remember us specifically talking about how it was like a weird loophole. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, because, yeah, like, there's been tons of, le- like, so many, like, body swap things in cartoons. And, yeah, it's, it's weird that that's the one they didn't go with. Yeah. 
but Death Stalker 2, fucking immaculate. Great movie. <laughs> nice, okay. Uh, it's way campier, uh, way like jokier, less rape. That, good. Well, that's good. Yeah. Which that's is always good. Uh, it has one of my favorite intro lines of all time, uh, which I already knew before I rented it. Uh, which is when the one of the main villains uh, goes, I'll have my revenge, and then looks directly into the camera and goes, and Deathstalker 2. <laughs> and then yeah. the title comes up. Yeah. And I'm like, yes! Yeah. Anytime a sequel does a title drop with the number, yes. That really yes. That's, that's the cinema to me. That's so yeah. good. <laughs> it was so, that just kind of sets the tone for the entire movie. Oh. Uh. Uh, and yeah, so it was uh, silly as shit. Uh, I've been working. I'm working at a, a magic card reseller, which is extremely funny to me. Yeah. Uh, and as part of that, I also got myself a treat of a Steam Deck OLED. Nice. Yeah. Uh, which I've been having fun with. I, I've been downloading my games. Nice. Fire Pro uh, Wrestling World works on it, so that's all I care about. Yeah, you're you're set for life there. Yeah, that was number one. Yes. Now you have a portable Fire Pro box forever. For me to just watch my little guys wrestle. That's right. Uh, Molly. Play fucking Coral Island, dude. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you sure tell me about Coral Island. <laughs> You ever make really big sprinklers and realize after you made the sprinklers that you fucked up? No oh, shit. Because now you got to put <laughs> seeds under all those damn sprinklers. <laughs> I've never gotten far <laughs> enough in a farming game to get the really big sprinklers. <laughs> I got sprinklers that cover a nine by nine area. Jesus um, Christ. Yeah, it's fucked up out here. That's I made six of them without even thinking about how many that was. And then I realized I had to go buy <laughs> seeds and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> What have I done? Um, yeah, dude, I don't know. It's got I'm I'm farming. I don't know what to tell you. This one got me. Uh, yeah, I know this happens every time one of these comes out, but this one got me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember like telling like, hey, my like new farm game. <laughs> yeah, you sent it. You sent it to me, and I looked at it, and I didn't buy it for like a week. I was like, eh, I don't know. Uh, and then I saw it was on Game Pass, and I'm like, oh, it's basically free then. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I went and looked at it on Steam, and I was like, wait. If I buy it on Steam, I can play it on my Steam Deck. I will just do that. <laughs> yeah. Because um, I don't use that fucking thing enough, and I paid for it. So. Whereas I waited until Molly started playing it and tweeting about it before I installed on Game Pass. Because I was like, <laughs> I gotta know what Molly thinks about the new farming game. <laughs> I do be playing all the new farming games. Um, It's good. I'm having a good time with it. Um. I th- did I talk about it last time? I literally don't remember. Did I start playing it last time? I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Um, It feels like this is the most, like, we saw Stardew Valley and then we put it in 3D. Um, Like. Okay. That I've played. Like, rather than, like, Harvest Moons and Story of Seasons have a different vibe to them yeah. than Stardew Valley does in a way. Yeah. Um, this one is, like, we made a 3D Stardew Valley, which is cool. Um, There are some, like quality of life stuff that is annoying like when i made too many sprinklers for instance 
Um, you have to press the button every time you want to put a seed down. You can't just walk in a straight line with the button held down oh. and have it place it for you, which is really frustrating in a game like this. Yeah. Um, where they give you so much land to work yeah. with. Um, and that's like fine because like, you know, I, like Iris said, most people probably aren't even going to run into that being an issue. Um, I'm the problem here. <laughs> I know I, I, well, I'm half the problem here. <laughs> you finished um, a year before I finished the first month. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> uh, I don't have anything to say to that, actually. Yeah. I can't, I mean, I don't know. To, I got to summer last night, the second <laughs> summer last night before bed. Um, and I was going to stop and play magic and then it became summer and I was like, well, I got to go buy my seeds. I got to set up my farm. Yeah, I can't I, just stop playing. Got to get that. I can't wheat. just go do something else. Yeah. I got to. Yeah. I can grow wheat now. I need 200,000 tomatoes so I can make all these <laughs> stupid craft, all this stupid cooking because every, uh, it, you know, every recipe in history needs an onion and a tomato. Oh, right. Cause you're making artisanal food now. That's right. I'm I'm chefed up. You have to individually buy appliances in this game. It's crazy. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, wait, what do I need to do to start cooking food? Are you kidding me? I bought the house upgrade and they're like, yeah, we'll put a kitchen in for you. And I'm like, sick. Great. That's exactly what I want. And then I went to go cook stuff in my kitchen and they were like, oh, but we didn't put an oven in there. <laughs> you got that's a, that's a you problem. That's not a me problem. <laughs> so they give you a fridge and no appliances and no tools. <laughs> So, so you, you can have make a to salad. Go. Can you? I don't. I didn't even get the ability to make a I salad. I don't I was know. Just, I'm like, just making a joke. Like, like if all you have is a fridge, they <laughs> let you eat tomato out of the fridge. That's about it. Yeah. Have a carrot, idiot. Um. Yeah. So that part was a little frustrating, but then I made enough money that it didn't matter anymore, and I just bought all the appliances. So, like, you know. There you go. Um. But you know, if you're not me and out of your fucking mind. It'll probably take you a while to get all that, yeah. which is a little frustrating. I don't know why they did it like that. For example, if you're me and you find out that you can date a mermaid in this game and you go, <laughs> well, shit, now I got a beeline to talk to the, the quest to talk to that mermaid. So I'll heal. I'll heal the ocean until I can do that. Good uh, luck, buckaroo. You may neglect your farming and realize, <laughs> oh, wait. I need to I still need to do farming so I can make money because that's the farming is still the best way to make money. How are you going to support your mermaid wife? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Come on, Iris. Uh, Now here, I'm going to throw another wrinkle into this. Um, Have you upgraded your tools at all? Uh, Yes, I have a few of them. I upgraded like the the pick and the um, the the scythe because the the scythe is very important for like the underwater stuff. Yes, it's really important for the underwater stuff. Um, the problem is that, like, you're going to get to a point where it's like, well, it takes me three swings of this scythe to clear out the trash down here. So I'm going to have to go back to the caves and mine up enough stupid fucking ore yeah. so I can upgrade my scythe so I can go back to the ocean. And now I'm in the next part of the ocean and I need to upgrade my scythe again. Uh-huh. And that costs it's a, a vicious, lot of money. It's a vicious cycle. Yeah. Yeah. There did seem to be, like, I a lot of, like, underwater stuff. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Um, this is... I mean, I haven't played another one of those with something like this. Uh, like, all all of these games have, like, you gotta go into the evil cave to get ore to upgrade your stuff. Right. Uh, and What's it's that? like, okay, Rune Factory, fine. that's the one that kind of invented that one. Right? Yeah, Rune, well, yeah, kind of... 
Yeah, I guess that that might just be true. I don't know. Like there was a uh, it's the first one I played where you also like monsters to fight. Yeah, it's the first one I played where you also fought monsters. Okay, okay. Um, I'm not like a farm game historian. I just remember when Rune Factory was coming out, it, that was like the advertising hook for it. Like it's oh, a yes. it's a farming game merged with an RPG. Yeah, it's the blend. I don't know why every game has decided that that's what they have to be now. Yeah, because um, people like Rune Factory. Yeah, not that much, I don't think. I mean, I guess they do. Farming I don't know. game weirdos like Rune Factory. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. I I haven't played a Rune Factory. I should probably play a Rune Factory. The people that like farming games enough to make their own liked Rune Factory. Yeah, I, I okay. played a yeah, little bit enough. of Rune Factory, but not nearly as much as I have of like Story of Seasons or more of the yeah. traditional ones. Um. Yeah. So I will um play that. Uh, someday when I'm not playing Coral Island. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Listen, I've put 62 hours into this game over the last two weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Part of that is I didn't do anything over Thanksgiving weekend, so I just kind of got to do whatever I wanted, which was farm for way too many hours. Right. And cook a turkey. Um. So yeah, I did that, and I watched the Scott Pilgrim show. That's it. Yeah. Uh, we're 45 minutes into this podcast. You want to talk about Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> we have so I'm much really glad I asked about? to start early tonight, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, much like Hideo Kojima, we are taking maybe a little too long. <laughs> now the real podcast starts. Right, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yes, last time we completed the tanker chapter, uh, we talked a lot last time about how much it feels like uh, basically a um, tech demo for the PlayStation 2. Look at all these facial animations and particle effects and dynamic lighting. You know, the the computer you just bought to play video games on is so cool and powerful. Now let me show you a pull quote about how computers and nuclear weapons are inextricably tied together. <laughs> I was like, I wonder if this game has themes. <laughs> I wonder if this <laughs> game has themes. You know, the last game was all about the horrors of nuclear war, I wonder if maybe computers have something to do with that. <laughs> I don't no, know. Let's talk about be. it. Other than that quote, that doesn't really come up in this section. Yeah, I was like, uh, I kind of forgot what the quote was because you stopped talking about that. Yeah. So. Yeah, just like a quote from like the Smithsonian Museum about how computers and nuclear weapons like grew up together and like neither would exist without the other because we needed right. computers to do like nuclear bomb calculations. Yeah, yeah. I feel so, I feel like Kojima like went to the Smithsonian and like saw them like that's great. Uh huh. Uh huh. Just because I don't really I don't often hear people like quote like you know like a, a description at a museum. That is true. Yeah, I forgot where the attribution for that quote was, and when I saw it was the Smithsonian, I was like, okay, well, sure. Um. We open with uh, the Colonel from MGS1, Colonel Campbell, talking to Snake. Just hey, like old why times. why are you here? You're not even real. What? What are you doing? What is what? this? Who's what this motherfucker? Mean? It's the Colonel. <laughs> why is, is he still doing this? Why is yeah, he still, he's still doing, doing this? this? He was still going at the end of MGS1. I thought he was done. I don't know. I don't know he, why I had that impression. If I remember right, it's been a few years since I've played MGS1 through to the end, but I think it's... Uh, he basically says that he's going to kind of spend all his capital making sure no one comes for Snake after the end of it so he can, like, go live his life. Oh, okay. Um, 
And I guess, you know, he makes it sound like maybe he'll end up in jail or something. But I think the Shadow Moses scandal was so huge that, like, you know, he kind of got out of it with a slap on the wrist. Yeah. Because, like, the president had to resign in disgrace, you know? Yeah. And then go form a new terrorist cell. (laughs) (laughs) And then go be the secret president. Right. Uh Uh-huh. Um, Bro, what the fuck? (laughs) My man stopped being president and was like, time to get three of my favorite weirdos together. I think they were around already, and he was just like, guys, I just got fired. Do you want to come help me start a new company? (laughs) You guys want to go be terrorists? And they're like, yeah. I'm I'm, I'm making a startup. I've got some great (laughs) ideas about giant robots we can use. Right, right. Um, But yes, uh, yeah, Campbell is talking to Snake, who uh, the second you hear his voice, you're like, well, that... Hmm, what? That's not David Hayter. Yeah, that's not. I mean, I, it's I think so what you mean to say. That, go ahead, Ashley. It's so funny that they even pretend that like that. Yeah, like that snake. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I think they're just sort of slowly portioning out the the reveal. It's <laughs> so funny because the second you see him underwater, you're like, "Nah, that's not Snake's hair." Nope. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Nope, that ain't him. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's. I can imagine why it made people so mad because they're kind of just shoving in your face and going, "Hey, idiot! Right. It's not snake game, stupid." <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. This guy's code name is Solid Snake. Uh, no, it's not. His code name is Snake. You're right. They it is just Snake. They don't say Solid Snake. You're right. You're right. Yes. Um, you know, he's he's the newest member of Foxhound. He's uh, here to infiltrate the Big Shell. <laughs> I have one quick question. Yeah. How is there still a Foxhound? That's a great question, because you kind of killed all the members of Foxhound and MGS1. Yeah, I kind of killed everybody involved in that situation moments ago. I think technically Campbell was the commander of Foxhound, so I guess and it's just he was just, just like, I guess we'll keep doing it. I guess, I don't know, can anyone yeah. find me a pretty Bishonin boy? I gotta start <laughs> rebuilding my numbers. We need a new ninja. <laughs> I, every single person on my team betrayed me. <laughs> I thought Naomi was cool, and even she was doing bullshit behind my back. Campbell, Campbell speaking into the microphone, like, okay, I need exactly one guy. He has to look exactly like Riku Kingdom Hearts if you aged him up five years, and he has to have Sora's personality. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, actually, we got one right here. Yeah, oh, what do you know? Great. That's, Fantastic. It's Riku Kingdom Hearts. He's right uh-huh. here. <laughs> uh, yeah, He's got bigger why, hips, uh, though. That's why Campbell is a little more terse in this one. Like, he kind of has, like... You know, he's a commander, but, you know, you can tell he's, like, old buddies with Snake in the first one. He's willing to, like... He feels bad that he's, like, hiding information from Snake. He's, you know, sort of friendly. Right, and he's like, listen up, motherfucker. Do what I tell you. (laughs) That's because he hired an 11-year-old. Right. (laughs) Ryden, shut up and do your job, please. Please. (laughs) There's so much we have to talk about. The disposal is so hard. Why are they named Jack and Rose? Why Kojima left the fucking movie Titanic and was like, I gotta put these two motherfuckers in a game. Yes. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. No. Kojima I, has just always been this. Yeah. I gotta put these two they're dead, sir. Right. They died on the Titanic. I sure hope that's not foreshadowing anything. <laughs> yeah, gee, I, yeah. I wonder if this is gonna be tragic or not. But yeah, uh, uh, and the entire time she's like, hey, just remember, we have a really important day of, for us don't tomorrow. Don't forget. Don't forget. I, You know, hey, do you remember what tomorrow is? Uh, no, no, I super don't. Oh, well, I'll let you think about it. Jack, buddy, take a guess. The first <laughs> yeah. guess you would have is the right one. 
Is it uh, our fucking anniversary? Is it uh, your fucking birthday? Later on, yeah, she's a- in this section. She goes, Jack, do you remember the day we first met? And they like reminisce about it for a while. <laughs> and he still doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so fuck God. Uh, we're getting ahead. We're getting ahead. Uh, yeah, the colonel is sending uh, Snake in because, uh, yeah, the big shell is like an offshore, it looks like an offshore oil platform, but actually it is in a waste disposal, like, uh, oceanic cleanup facility. It's because an after anti-oil that, rig. After that tanker, which definitely had a lot of oil in it and not a Metal Gear, sank two years ago, uh, <laughs> it, crea- it caused a huge oil spill in the New York Harbor, and the Big Shell is a facility built to clean up the oil. And, and they're uh, like, boy, but they cleaned it up really good, though. Yeah, I mean, it's all sort of fenced off with an oil fence. You know, the you know they're working on it, but yeah, it looks good. Looks good. Um, after the terrorist Solid Snake, you know, sank an oil tanker in an act of you know environmental terrorism. You know, that's that. I'm pretty sure I remember that being what happened in the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty much we it. We saw yeah. it. We played it. Yeah, yeah we did I think that's it. what I was we there talked being about last week. <laughs> um, Ryan is like swimming in and immediately notices that he doesn't need to cut a hole in the fence because someone's already done it. And when you when you talk, like bring that up, everyone's like, "No, yeah, you're wrong. Right. Couldn't possibly uh-uh. be true. We are the only spy organization on the planet." Ryan's like, "But I, I saw it. It was there." Shut up, Ryan. I'll say also, I don't see don't Ryan with it. any wire cutters here. He probably has some, but I like to imagine that had Snake not gotten here first, Ryan was just fucked. Oh, for sure. Yes, one hundred percent. Yes. Like, ah, shit. I knew I was forgetting something. Oh shit! Right, there was a fence here. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he breaks in to the, like, the, for some reason this place has, like, a, a submarine dock that he can get in through. Yeah, yeah, with tons of bugs. Yeah, they explain what the big shell is, but I think nothing about what you see of the insides of it really matches with their explanation. Uh, Yeah, weird how that works. They've got, like, a FedEx warehouse in here. <laughs> <laughs> they just have one entire portion of it that's just called Transformer Room. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, hey, they need electricity. I get it, but yeah. Yeah, but also, like, uh, yeah, okay, sure. Right. Uh, And then, yeah, as you're uh, sneaking in, the colonel's like, hey, we decided we're not calling you Snake, actually. You you haven't earned it yet. Oh, but I like Snake. Well, but, But right, and it turns out the the leader of the terrorists is named Solid Snake. (gasps) Well, I thought he died. Uh, It can't be the real Solid Snake. But, you know, yeah. for, to avoid confusion. Uh, because, yes, that uh, terrorists have hijacked the big shell and have taken a bunch of hostages, a few VIPs. In fact, you might say the most important person, the president of the United States. Um, every time, again, uh, much like I said, imagine if Resident Evil 4 happened on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, imagine if Metal Gear Solid <laughs> 2 happened on Twitter. It would be, oh, God, <laughs> imagine the news cycle. <laughs> <laughs> It would be popping. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did you hear Biden got kidnapped when hey, he was touring Biden the big shell? by Solid Snake. Just blurry cell phone footage of, of someone going, yo, this this lady just used a rail gun, I think? I don't know. She's kind of smoking. <laughs> yeah. Go uh, off, queen. She's so cool. She, oh, yes. fortune fucking rules. Yeah. I, I, I really feel like if you... Put like MGS 
styled like dialogue and speeches into like Joe Biden's like rambling like <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> That'd be so funny. <laughs> I don't remember if they say it in this section or not, but the current president's name is James Johnson, which is the most fucking generic yeah. ass <laughs> name imaginable. That's you grew a president in a lab. <laughs> right. It's like the fucking Futurama <laughs> joke of like I don't remember I think the actual that actually names. Is that might be the Futurama? It might be show. James Johnson and John Jameson that are fighting for the presidency <laughs> in Futurama. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, if you like told someone from Japan to make up a name for an American, yeah, yeah, James Johnson. <laughs> uh huh. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, uh, Raiden starts sneaking through the door. You have to go through at the beginning of the game is labeled Metal Gear Two. Oh, I missed that. I did not notice yeah. that. Well, the weird thing is it's labeled Metal Gear 2 Guns of Patriots. <laughs> which is the yeah, subtitle was a little 4, not 2. Yeah. He was just I, a little mixed up. He was he was cooking, okay? I can't... I went back and looked at PS2 footage, and the texture is, like, not readable. So I can't tell if that's them, like, re-importing the texture, or if that's a Bluepoint Games original. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of like it either way, though. It is pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. you go into, like, it, the first room, and all the guards are already knocked out, and a guy with a bandana is getting on a an uh, elevator? What? Weird, a guy yeah, who it, looks exactly like Solid Snake is here? <laughs> yeah, and, like, th- at that point, they're still, like, going, like, oh, it's, like, all right, Snake, you go through the through the room. Right. But, like, yeah, this is when they rename you Raiden, and then when you take the elevator up, he takes off his, uh, he- like, s- his skull helmet. <laughs> Well, crucially, before that, you have to log into the node, not the nerd, the right. node. <laughs> yes. The There's like a little computer the... terminal on the side you have to log into and enter your actual name into. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, you're supposed to enter your real name. You can enter whatever you want, but. Uh, I have a I have a question. I guess yeah. I will find out when I play the second half of this video game. Sure. I feel like I should be uh, inferring something from the fact that when I use a node, it brings up the options menu. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. I, I mean, th- may- yeah. maybe not in the way you're thinking, but yes. Absolutely okay. yes. Okay. Because um, it does just bring up the same options menu you get from the start screen. Where, like, yeah, you can turn blood every time. off. <laughs> um, oh, you can? Yeah, you can make it so guys don't bleed. Oh, I thought you meant, like, that you could turn off the menu coming up. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, just, I was saying okay. one of the options in the menu is you turn blood off. Yes. There is a lot of blood. I was like... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you bleed a lot. Yeah. Um, I was looking... uh, I've been, like, calling the codec a lot in this playthrough just to make sure I'm catching uh, everything I want to talk about. There is a line you can get from the colonel at one point where he says, like, Raiden, we've pumped all your actual blood out of your body and given you artificial blood full of nanomachines. What? It doesn't clot as easily as real blood, so you're going to bleed a lot if you get hit. (laughs) What the fuck? Uh-huh, and then Ryan's like, where's my real blood? It's frozen back at HQ. We'll give it back to you when you're done. Hey, Campbell? What hey, the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah, because they all... The, like, skin-tight suit he's wearing also, like, compresses his organs and, like, to make it, like, his body work the best, but he does not like it. Yeah, it's, like, uncomfortable. It's the skull suit, he, because his body is just a brain, I guess. And, really? yeah, it's... It squishes his organs down because that makes them perform better, I guess. Really makes you think about women. (laughs) This is what we do with our beautiful queens. (laughs) Uh Um, And yes, I was just like, Uh, all right, he's got a binder on. Okay. 
Right. Right. Um, but yeah, uh, Raiden binds himself to the nerd. I mean, the node. I wonder if that's a joke about the person playing the video game. It's probably not. I don't know. Probably not. No, couldn't be. <laughs> the person who entered their name on the nerd, you know. I did put my name into the nerd. I also yeah, I did put my, put name, my into name into the nerd. Yeah, I, I identified myself as the nerd. Um, and then, yeah, you take the elevator up. That's, yeah, where you get renamed Raiden. And uh, then you also get a call. Okay, we need somebody to save your progress. So we called in a data analyst that has a particular interest in this mission. It's your girlfriend, Rose. And you're so mad about Ryden's so mad about this. Ryan's He's very like, upset what the about fuck? this. <laughs> Why would you call my girlfriend for this? And they're like, well, she cares. So Yeah. But also, she's she, very bad at using your code name. <laughs> she, yeah, she's yeah, really yes. bad at it. She keeps calling you should Jack. Like, may as well just drop the code name. I've been identified. <laughs> yeah. Should we talk about, like, what the reaction to Ryden at this point? Yeah, I'll say, um, at this point, we are already deep within the shit that people fucking hate about this game. That's so uh, funny. They well, yeah, like, well, I'm just, like, saying, like, we've got, like, the full reveal of, like, Raiden's face. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, again, like, this is, you know, other than that one shot in the intro cinematic, this is the first time anyone had seen Raiden. Um, and, yeah, uh, people despised him. They despised Rose. Uh, going back to last time, they hate, uh, that Liquid Snake lives on through this arm. They think that's stupid. That rules, um, actually, though. <laughs> that one in particular, I'm like, did you play Metal Gear Solid? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but that one seems... <laughs> did you not... What the fuck, dude? Yeah. People hate that there's a vampire in this game. They're like, no, you made it... Listen, Metal Gear Solid 1 was cool. You made it silly and dumb. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Metal that's... Gear Solid 1 okay. has Vulcan Raven. Right. right. Uh-huh. All right. Luke, Decoy I'm octopus you. who drains your blood to become you. Psycho Mantis uh, <laughs> makes fun of you the whole time you're fighting him, and then he uh, is also kind of a gay baby. Uh, <laughs> right. And then you have to plug your controller in the other slot. <laughs> right. The game was silly. The but that's game was cool silly. and badass, Molly. It's dumb that there's a vampire. That's not realistic. No, I had to get up and, like, I had to change my fucking controller settings on my emulator. It was fucking annoying is what yeah. it was. I'll yeah, it's a lot right more now. annoying to fight uh, Psycho Manus now than it was when it, you could just, like, unplug it and plug it back in. Yeah, I'm like, well, I don't sit six feet away from my TV anymore, so. Right, right. You know, that's just a little bit farther away these days. Yeah. Um, Luke. Yeah. I have an actual very serious question for you. Okay, yeah, yeah. Is Solid Snake more gay than Raiden? Yes. In yes. Absolutely. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, so in canon, I mean, Raiden has a girlfriend. Snake doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. They never overtly say that Snake is gay, but every relationship he has with a woman falls apart off screen, and meanwhile, he's with Otacon for like decades. So, I mean, you can draw conclusions. Yeah. Whereas the yeah. only relationship Raiden ever has is with Rose. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, so, he's still with Rose in Revengeance. Yeah, Snake is more gay, but Raiden's more faggy, right? Is that kind of the... <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Raiden, they've said, was uh, explicitly meant to be very Bashonen to try to get more female players to play the game. Raiden is the uh, target of a lot them. of gay shit, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Absolutely gotten okay, a lot yeah. of homophobic jokes thrown at him over the years. Yeah, I, I posted the, and I, I may just have it as our image for this episode, the Adam Warren uh, PlayStation Magazine comics that were obsessed 
uh, with calling Ryden gay and then drawing him in a very, like, sexually <laughs> right. uh, provocative way. I mean, I'll say, the skull suit does make Ryden's hips look very <laughs> fucking fertile. <laughs> you know, I he mean, does, my man, he's He built. does look submissive and breedable, I'll, I'll say that. Yes. <laughs> He does. <laughs> I, I was saying, and people have like said that I, I'm not quite right with my terminology, but like this is Kojima being ahead of the time. This is, he would be a femboy now, right? Like he would be. I don't know if they'd go that far, but yeah, I mean, kinda. I mean, like, but he would be turned into a femboy by fans. Oh, right. 100%. Yeah. 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 If this, yeah. yeah, if this game comes out like after the year 2021, yeah. Everybody loves it. Cooking 24-7, no problems. Right, yeah. right. Kojima was yes. ahead of his time. We yes. weren't ready for it. In the, yeah. 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 But yeah, we, there's uh, been a, several decades of homophobic riding jokes that just suck. I think they kind of stopped after MGS4 when he's more of a cool guy. At least, you know, yeah, like, according to those people. Which is funny because that's also where the most gay shit happens with the, riding. Oh, that is the most homoerotic scene in all of Metal Gear, and that's <laughs> saying fucking something. wild. I'll say, you is know, that th- th- this this section uh, makes it clear that Vamp is immortal. He shows up again in MGS4 and fights Raiden, who is, has like you know artificial blood again that is white. Yeah, and then <laughs> I was gonna Vamp ask. just keeps stabbing him and licking his white blood off of his knives. Yeah, I did hear about this. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I knew about this. Uh... <laughs> I didn't know it was Vamp, though. Yeah. But, okay. It, Nobody's they, told they, me he's like, bisexual yet. They, like, feel press it. their foreheads together, and Vamp goes, will you be the one to finally finish me? Uh, they run each other through All with right. the same sword. Yeah, uh-huh. You know? uh, stabs anyway. himself through the belly to stab Vamp behind him, and Vamp reaches around and grabs the hilt of the sword and drives it oh. in deeper. He gives him a reframe. Yes, yes! Quite literally. Okay, okay. Uh, I just wanted to say, like, you know, after, you know, this game that we were talking about, you know, how people thought this was way too silly. Yeah. And how we were talking about, like, no, it's kind of in line with Metal Gear. There are still serious elements. Uh, anyway, I slipped on bird shit. Yes, you get all this, like, <laughs> intense, like, you know, uh, talk about, like, oh, the terrorists, you have to stop them. Oh, your girlfriend's involved now. Now it's personal. Oh, go on, Raiden, complete your mission, become the cool uh, spy you always thought you'd be. The odds are, one of the first things you do is slip in bird shit and fall on your face. <laughs> That's fact. <laughs> did you do it, Molly? Oh, yeah, I did it a lot because I didn't know where to go. Yeah. Um, and then I accidentally jumped down the elevator shaft and died. Yeah, it's really easy to fall to your death that in first- this game. <laughs> It's hard to see the little hole in the fence in that first screen. Yes, that first screen is a little... Di- I I died, and then only when I came back and saw the birds in front of the fence still yeah. uh, is when I realized there was a hole there. I would not have figured it out otherwise. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, you you can shoot the I birds like... and piss off Rose, and she won't let you save your game. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, I think uh, you change screens and it stops, but yeah. <laughs> uh, overall, I feel like this section of the game so far has, like, been kind of like harder to like know like where to go and how to get through things it's much more open-ended yeah the whole uh, time i was playing it i was like i know luke knows where every one of these motherfucking bombs is and i'm so mad at him right now yeah i pretty much remembered them all i had one where i was like where is this one? Oh, right it's over here yeah i was just sitting there like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> 
I had to look one or two of them up because I was like, I have no idea where they put this shit. Yeah, I didn't even equip the mine detector for most of it. Oh my yeah, God. no, I <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't need to look any up. I did have to equip the mine detector. I had to equip it for, what is it, strut G, the sediment pool, because they're just sort of like, I'm like, I know it's under one of these hatches, but I don't remember which one. Oh, there was one in there? So I'm playing like on a, Extreme, which like I think has there? more bombs. Yeah, it, oh, yeah. Okay. Extreme has more bombs. I was yeah. playing on very easy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was I'll just say, playing on easy. I forgot. I, I like Extreme for like running around and sneaking. Some of these boss fights are not very well balanced on Extreme. They're kind of just bullshit. <laughs> That's a shame. Uh, we'll get to it later. But um, yeah, uh, Raiden sneaks through Strut A, which is the starting point. Um, you can go around to Strut... F? F, yeah. Um, to uh, the, like, warehouse, but there's not much you can do over there right now. There's a couple things you can pick up. Um, on higher difficulties, at least, that's where you get the Trank Dart gun, um, if you're playing non-lethal. But you're supposed to head towards Strut B, which, uh, shit's going on over here. I accidentally went back around the wrong way first. Yeah. After I got, like, the mission to go do the bombs, I was like, Oh, it sounded like I was supposed to go the other way because uh, Pliskin was going that way, uh, and then that was not the case. Yeah, Pliskin's going over to Shell 2, which you don't access in this part. No, I, and then I walked backwards back to where I started, and then I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing here? Um, but yeah, I think the first thing you see is you're out on the bridge where there's like there's also a team of Navy SEALs that are infiltrating the big shell at the same time. And this is sort of your first look at uh, the leaders of the terrorist group, Dead Cell. Uh, and this is Fortune, who we've talked about a little bit already. She's just very cool, is the thing about her. Uh, she's extremely she's so She just cool. stands there and doesn't get shot and then kills those guys. I feel like she's a much better execution of the quiet thing of, like, she's kind of dressed sexily, but in, like, military gear. But it's not It's not literally just a bikini and fishnets, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, she's got a little more. She's like a wetsuit, which is like, okay, she probably wouldn't be showing that much leg in real life, but at least it makes sense that she's wearing a wetsuit out on the ocean. Yeah, and, like, it... It is part of, like, a larger whole of that character. Yeah. And, like, there's not a really dumb explanation for it, at least so far. Yeah, no, like, there is no explanation for why Fortune wears a one-piece bathing suit. Right. I was going to say, she is not wearing a wetsuit. I want to be very clear here. She is wearing a one-piece bathing suit. It looks like she took a wetsuit and cut it into a bathing suit. Yeah, like a yeah, tactical a bit, bathing yeah. suit. <laughs> yeah. It I does like that say she has US little wetsuit socks. <laughs> Does she have little wetsuit socks? Yeah, like sticking up over her boots. She's just got like ankle high socks made oh, out of like so right. That's so elastic funny. material. So it's, it, this, yeah, Ashley was saying it, it has U.S. Navy branding on it, and that's yes. The, she just stole like an outfit that they use for their uh, their like uh, I assume swimsuit calendars that they put out. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah she also sure. has a big fuck off rail gun. Like a handheld version of the one Metal Gear Rex uses. Oh yeah, she does. That shit goes hard. Uh, where she can just blow apart an entire bridge. Also, she, her name is Fortune because she's magically lucky, and there's dudes just unloading clips of like assault rifle ammo at her, and the bullets just swerve around her. I'm like, ma'am, you're not lucky. You have a weird magnetic field around you. She is suicidal and wants to die, but she's too lucky. She can't. They try to throw grenades at her, and they're duds, always. What if she just fell off a building? 
Uh, there'd probably be a mattress underneath it. (laughs) (laughs) Big pile of pillows just shows up. Yeah, like I said, I was making a lot of codec calls, uh, and I got a piece of dialogue I had never seen before, which is uh, Rose talking. She, like, looks up info about Fortune. The railgun she uses is a prototype that was developed, and they, like, nixed it because it uh, is prone to randomly misfiring and doing a ton of collateral damage. But because she's so lucky, that never happens when she does it. (laughs) Not a fucking problem, baby. (laughs) Nice. Uh... Yeah, and it is like she is the only woman to member of the team, and it's the first to cry. Yes, yeah, yeah. She's she's a sad girl. <laughs> yeah, uh, she is the daughter of uh, Scott Dolph, the like marine commander from the tanker section. The okay. guy that was like, giving the speech in yes. the last yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. That's why when she's like yelling out to her dad at one point, yeah, that's that's what she's talking about there, um, and that's why she hates. Uh, she like mentions like wanting revenge on Solid Snake, and that's because you know he killed her dad. Yep. Um. She like I think she has the president just slung over her shoulder at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. She just yes. picks up the president and just takes him. Yeah, she's so cool. She's so cool. She's um, cool. Yeah. You head over into Strut B. Which is also a horror show because there's just a bunch of dead bodies everywhere. The uh, cutscene is the exact same cinematography as the cyborg ninja cutscene in one, except the yeah. hallway curves the opposite direction. I had forgot if the cyborg ninja was in one or two. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. The, yeah. yeah. The answer is yes. Yeah. I, yeah, but like I, I forgot if like oh, is this just going to be the intro scene of this of oh, the sure. Cyborg yeah, Ninja? Yeah. No, no, it is. And it's it's like, calling oh, no. that, but yeah, no. Instead, this is the introduction yeah. to Vamp, who has murdered a whole room full of guys. He's like sucking the blood out of one of them. Um, oh, he's sucking. <laughs> he, he's up there. He's making slurpy noises. Yep, he's carving tally marks into his chest for each duty kills. He killed more guys than that, I gotta say. Yeah. He's yeah. slacking. Five today. Or maybe six. That's not true. Ooh. I've seen more guys on the way in here than five. Just fucking. <laughs> well, I guess Fortune got those Turning ones. into the count. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he, he's like. Seven murders. Like <laughs> someone asked him to, like, do. Just do, like, your biggest Dracula voice. Yes. Yeah, this is uh, Phil Lamar doing Vamp's voice. He's. If you look up his, like,. IMDB, he's in a bajillion yeah. things. He does a ton of voice work. Um, and yeah, he's uh, yeah. he's also vamp. <laughs> um, like, Raiden is gonna get his ass kicked by this dude, except one plucky Navy SEAL manages to save him. Uh, oh, good old Jack Pliskin. Good old Iroquois Pliskin. Iroquois Pliskin. Yeah. Lieutenant Iroquois. Junior Grade. Uh, Vamp does get him and, like, starts sucking his blood and Raiden manages to, like, shoot him and Vamp doesn't want to fight them both at the same time so he just runs away. Uh... That is unlike a bisexual, I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, the real Vamp would take two guys on at once. They do also focus on uh, what looks like an Air Force officer in here who has, like, half of a pair of handcuffs on his hand. Yeah, like he was carrying a briefcase. Perhaps he was carrying some kind of briefcase of some sort. 
Perhaps the bomb they spoke of. Oh, perhaps. <laughs> you, you know, the one that they mentioned in the briefing. Sure, sure. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, maybe. Um, Iroquois uh, I Pliskin... want you to know that uh, on Phil Lamar's, like, official website, mm-hmm. he does, like, in his, like, opening slideshow, Vamp is there. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he should be uh, proud before... of Vamp. <laughs> Uh, before Wilt from Imagine uh, Foster, so... Hey, all right. Um, yeah, uh, Pliskin sort of takes his, uh, uh, head mask, I don't remember what it's called, uh, Balaclava? Ski mask. Yeah, ski mask Yeah, off. Balaclava. And, um, he's, like, not doing so good, he lost a lot of blood from Vamp, uh, but as soon as he takes oh, it off, he's like, oh, hey, Snake, hi, buddy. <laughs> right, Phil Lamar was, uh, Kit Fisto. Right, yes, he is Kit Fisto. Oh, the dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, uh, I really like that. It is so obviously Solid Snake as uh, Iroquois Pliskin. Like, they yeah. give you the little credit they give for everyone, and it just says David Hater. I'm like, hey, it's yeah. David Hater. Hmm. The fuck you think yeah. we're doing here? I wonder who this could be. <laughs> Boy, I wonder which snake clone this is. Uh, you could it's say. Very- it's very funny if you Google Iroquois Pliskin, one of the first results you get is a Reddit thread of somebody posting their fan theory that Iroquois Pliskin and Solid Snake are the same guy and everyone telling them that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, just good commitment to the bit all around. <laughs> um, um, oh, also, uh, just because I'm uh, looking at it, uh, you also may know Phil Lamar from Pulp Fiction, where he is Marvin that got shot in the face. Oh, right, yes, he is in Pulp Fiction. Right, right, right. He's the guy in, like, the car they shoot on accident. Yeah, I shot Marvin in the face. Right, right. Um, But, yeah, him and Raiden start talking. Uh, Pliskin is just as confused about why the fuck is there still a foxhound. Yeah. "Hmm, That seems weird. I thought I killed all of them. Also... I mean, uh... (laughs) I thought Salt Snake killed all those guys. Anyway, I don't know about the Salt Snake guy, other than he's, like, probably super sexy. Yeah, he's probably, like, a really cool dude. First, I've heard he's got uh, a beach sh- pack. <laughs> that he's shredded. <laughs> but you shouldn't look up to legends. But I'm sure that guy, ooh, he's cool. Yeah. And um, this is uh, where Raiden really gets the chance to formally introduce himself. Because he explains that this is the first time he's ever been in a live fire situation. But don't worry, he's trained for hundreds of hours in virtual reality. This was cool. Yeah. Uh, and he's going through, like, he's giving the names of, like, simulations he's done of, like, you know, Infiltration 32 or whatever. Those are all the names of challenge room missions from Metal Gear Solid 1. Oh, that's pretty good. And I think there's and also like, footage of MGS1 in here. Like, yeah. MGS1 is also, like, a VR mission that Raiden has played. Yes. And, like, there is, like, a, like, it ends with uh, a, like, army of solid snakes. Yeah. Like, like rushing into battle, and I'm like, that's good, that's good. Yeah, see, just just like the player, Raiden played MGS1 and really liked it, and he's excited to do another sneaking mission, just and be Solid Snake again. He already doesn't get to be Solid Snake, though, because Solid Snake's right here. He's right there, sorry. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Snake is immediately like, this sounds like some bullshit. <laughs> it's like, no. And yet, he also knows way more about this whole thing than Raiden, and he's like, mm, this... And also, 
doesn't know the bullshit that Raiden has been told. <laughs> right, I love, yeah. I love every time he's like, uh, yeah, dude, I got briefed, idiot. Right. <laughs> you fucking moron. Why didn't they tell you anything? What the fuck? Who are you with? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's... By the way, there's an engineer Like, the one here. time... Yeah, like, the one time... Like that, Raiden like knows something Snake does it. It's because it's obviously going to be bullshit. Right, right. Because part Where of the idea like, is that like, if they blow up the big shell like they're threatening, it'll release all that oil and also like a bunch of toxic chemicals from the oil cleanup process, and it'll like destroy the New York <laughs> Harbor. And Snake's like, "What? No, what? <laughs> that's that's fake. That doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they? Okay, that doesn't. Sure, kid. Yeah. yeah. Um." But yeah, Snake, specifically about the VR, is just like, oh, I get it. They've they've just made you do a bunch of combat training till they've, like, bled all the real feeling and emotion out of you. You know, they've just, they're trying to turn you into a soldier without ever having you do any real fighting. You never watched a man's life leave his eyes. <laughs> and Ryan's to me like, yeah. oh my god, have I been brainwashed after this one conversation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no. Uh. Um, the, uh, I like this entire time, too. Colonel, I don't know what happened between Snake and the Colonel, but Campbell is very, like, fuck that dude. Don't worry about him. Fuck that dude. I'm not talking <laughs> to him, okay? He was yeah. not part of the simulation, Raiden. He's not your ally. Yeah, what a weird, <laughs> what a bizarre thing to say. Yeah, yeah. like, they make I, it sound like Raiden's already done yeah, this mission do in this VR mission before. mission in VR? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, anything that they didn't account for, the Colonel's just like, just ignore that part. It doesn't matter. Which also would make it make more sense why Raiden, whenever something comes up that he wasn't expecting, is like, well, I can't do that. What, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Right. What do you want me to do, Colonel? Uh, the, act, the actual, well, at least to me, the weirdest fucking line was when the Colonel's like, described your radar and goes, this is all made using current technology. If that's it's a like, thing in MGS1 yeah. also, I don't know what the fuck they mean by that. <laughs> well, it's because... It's Hideo Kojima going, no, this could actually happen. This, I, I guess, yeah. I, yeah, I feel like but, that's exactly what it is. But it makes no sense for the dude in the fiction to be like, yeah, this could work. Yeah, because like, yeah, it's one worked. where he's like, wait, I thought Metal Gear was made using currently existing technology. Well, mostly, except for the one part. That's from the future, question mark? Yeah, it, it, you know what? It's currently existing by virtue of the fact that it exists. That it's here right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, like... The currently existing is only for us. Yeah, I think you yeah. have to be right, yeah. Except the Soliton radar is nonsense. It's absolutely not a real thing. What no. are you talking about? No, like, but someone could make it. I don't know that they could. Maybe it's, like, it would just publicly be really available jammed. technology? Yeah, I don't know. Luke, it... are, are you doubting Kojima's <laughs> science? <laughs> you know, I might be. <laughs> just a little bit. Do you think... Do you th are you saying that Kojima... Uh, disease, like, you know, forced to be inside caused asexuality may have some wrong ideas. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I mean, think about it, Metal Gear Solid and JoJo's are kind of the same thing. <laughs> They're both, both Araki and Kojima love to just get on Wikipedia and find some things to put in their writing. Yeah, like, they're just, like, making up a few weird-ass guys and then being like, did you hear about the incident in 1936 about... <laughs> and then, like, telling you about that, you go, oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I did it. <laughs> but thanks. Right. Um, 
But, uh, yeah, Raiden, you know, kind of just sort of leaves Pliskin B. He's lost enough blood that he can't really walk. I was reading that the original plan was that um, Snake's hair would be blonde here because that is supposed to be his natural hair color. And he was going to be a lot, like, less capable, I guess, chalked up to the blood loss to make you question whether or not it's really Solid Snake. And then they're like, no, it's better if it's just very obviously Solid Snake. Yeah, I think that's way better. Yeah. It is funny because I tried to call him when I left that room and right as Oh, he's asleep. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I called him and he was sleeping. <laughs> There's also uh, um, a uh, if you go to strut F first, you can find an electric razor. And if you have it during this cutscene, he will give it to Snake. And when Snake shows up again later, he's clean shaven. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I believe I heard he you can he only do that on certain difficulties. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. They should have uh, Snake have blonde roots. The, they absolutely should. Yeah, yeah. I think the official canon at this point is that Snake has naturally brown hair, but they have like multiple times flirted with the idea that he's naturally blonde and dyes it brown. Uh, I feel you know, like yeah. If you're gonna do this thing, yeah. If like you got Liquid Snake who is a blonde guy and Solid Snake who is a brown haired guy, yeah. You just chalk it up to the recessive and dominant genes thing. You call it a fucking day. It doesn't matter. The idea, I believe, in canon is they naturally have the same hair color, but Liquid spent so much time, like, in operations in the desert that his hair got sun-bleached. All right, but I think that's stupid. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) I like mine better. Yeah. Yeah. I I thought I was like really expecting Lou to go, yeah, that's that's what the canon eventually is. No, that would make more sense than the canon. (laughs) I feel like if you're going to be this obsessed with genes, at least lean into it. Right, right. That's a perfect way to work the gene thing into their character design. And Um, like, is it a whole thing where it's like, oh, like one of them got all the recessive and one all got all the. Yeah, that's like the the idea. Yes. Yes. Why don't you fucking? All right. Yeah. Don't worry about <laughs> don't it. Don't ask. Don't too worry many about questions. it. You can't think about it. Listen, if I'm gonna get into it too deeply, the twist is that Liquid is the one who got the dominant genes, and blonde hair is a recessive gene. So you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, Raiden is freaking the fuck out because he saw a magic luck woman and then a vampire. <laughs> and he's like, I've Fair done enough. so much VR, and there were no vampires in it. Hey, bud, uh, you literally said you played through the Shadow Moses incident, uh, so... Yeah, they were like a guy that did good ricochet shots. There weren't any vampires. I think they were guys who had psychic powers in that incident. That's true, there is psychic, yeah. As I fucking recall. (laughs) I almost have to think that he played, like, a censored version of the Shadow Moses incident. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, we'll just remove all the Fogtown guys. We'll just make them well, like normal, <laughs> just good soldiers. Because he has also played a VR version of the Tanker chapter, but it didn't have all the parts worth that like revealed the truth of it. That's true. Yeah. So, so he, I think but he how played could a they version know? of Shadow Moses that didn't, where he didn't have to switch his controller port. Yeah. It would be so fucking funny. Or, I'm just imagining like the U.S. government official version of this incident, and it's like, yeah, there was just like a couple of weird guys. Mm-hmm. Psychomantis um, is they just the that therapist. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah, he was just kind of the staff member there. Right, right. Um, Revolver Ocelot, he's just like that. He's real. Uh, yeah. Uh, there is also, um, between these two games, a Game Boy Color game came out called Metal Gear Ghost Babble. Oh, yeah. Which is an entirely, like, separate story of Snake just infiltrating a different place. But the very end of it, I think they... 
I don't even think they were like working with Kojima directly. I think I, I'd have to look it up. It ends with like a cut to black and a mysterious voice saying like, "Good job completing the simulation, Jack." Oh wow! Oh yeah. wow! <laughs> okay, that's crazy. If that's uh-huh. true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think some people have had canon that like that is the version of Shadow Moses that Raiden played, but I don't know if that really makes sense. He's not in Shadow Moses, he's in Galloway, so, you know, that kind of falls apart. But, yeah, it doesn't matter. Uh, Raiden continues on into Strut C. Something you really start to notice kind of immediately with the big shell is it's very different vibe-wise than Shadow Moses. It is like, first of all, it's broad daylight. You're not in the middle of the yeah. night sneaking. And he mentions that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, like, color palette of Shadow Moses is lots of, like, like dark grays and blues and blacks and the big shell is like very like uh sanitary like almost hospital whites and like creams and oranges yeah i was gonna say and then you go outside and the whole thing is like orange yeah it's almost like a photo negative of shadow moses palette wise it's a creamsicle it's a creamsicle (laughs) yeah i love creamsicles (laughs) one of my favorite yuri you're in the right place (laughs) (laughs) shut up ashley no, it's a podcast. I need to talk. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you get to Strut C, where uh, Peter Stillman, the bomb disposal expert that the Navy SEALs brought in to deal with the bomb threat, uh, is hiding out. Love this fucking guy. Hey, this fucking guy. Love this guy. <laughs> they they took a look at a dude from like a NYPD like chief. Yeah. Yeah. And we're like, we just need to put this guy in the game. Right. <laughs> they watched They watched Die Hard, and yes. we're like, oh, we could make the cop guy way worse. Yeah, yeah. he's 100% the cop from Die Hard. <laughs> yeah, I feel like can... this guy should be yelling at our hero about how the DA is on his back. Yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, but no, he's too busy regretting his words and deeds. <laughs> he's just... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Peter Stillman. Mostly deeds. <laughs> yeah. World famous for being the expert on bomb disposal techniques. Hey, real quick, can any of you name the real life experts on bomb disposal techniques? Sure fucking can't. May as well be Peter oh, Stillman weird. as far as I know. Weird, because yeah. they treat Peter Stillman like a minor celebrity. <laughs> Everybody I, I, knows I would the imagine big that man. like in the FBI, like in like military world. That's he fair. He, yes. <laughs> yeah, like Snake is a fucking military weirdo. So, yes, he right. knows who Peter Stillman is. But even Fat Man later is like, I'm going to go down in history. Everyone will know me as the man who defeated Peter Stillman. <laughs> I don't well, think that's true, Fat Man. <laughs> I mean, also, he's going to, like, blow up a giant thing. People probably right, remember part, him for that. Yeah, I think they'll definitely part. remember you for that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they'll care that Peter Stillman was there. Right. I, I think that I could also just chalk that up to, like, Fat Man's, like, weird, like, Grudge. Oh yeah, yeah he's, he's kind of a megalomaniac, you know. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah, obsessed. He's fixated on Peter. You get Peter Stillman's dog tag from him when you kill him. Yeah. Oh wow, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I don't. Um, I didn't notice that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Stillman's been hiding out in the pantry. Um, the he was supposed to be advising the seals on how to dispose of the bombs, but now they're all dead because Fortune shot them and Vamp drank their blood. So that's not going to work. Um, I, I, I did for a second when you were talking about it. I was like, oh, the seals are going to disfuse the bombs. They're going to like, er, er, er. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> like, 
You know? I only forget that, like, Seal is, like, an actual name for... <laughs> I mean, it's not impossible that there'd be a character in this game who can psychically command Seals. Yeah, oh I'm trying God, to think, Bomber is Seal. Anybody? I guess Sniper Wolf kind of has a connection with wolves. There's the bee guy yeah, they, in MGS3. Well, obviously, the pain controls bees, but, you know, I'm, uh, bigger animals, I mean, you know, a bee is, is so small and, and, you know, easy to control with pheromones. <laughs> yeah, sure. Everybody knows that. Anybody yeah. can do Just what the does in real horny. life. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, like, that, that's why I think, like, at the end of it, that's why I think the, like, based on real stuff is, is, like, I 100% if you like got into a room with Kojima and he said and asked is the pain could someone be the pain in real life you'd be like yeah <laughs> I don't think I think three deliberately has a sillier tone to it even than this where like the Cobra unit is basically a group of like Sentai villains you know yeah, that's fair but there's a ghost like I, <laughs> there is just a ghost <laughs> I'm just saying that I think there is the Kojima believes much more of this shit than we want to like. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, but yeah, uh, Stillman's backstory that we get a piece of at this point. Yeah, he uh, is like a famous bomb disposal expert. Um, but there was a bombing of a church where he failed to defuse the bomb and it blew up like an entire city block. Uh, he lost a leg in the explosion. A whole bunch of people died. And ever since then, he's retired and is like a teacher at like Quantico or something. Can I uh, just say? Yeah. Where we're going with this man uh-huh. is one of the most unhinged things <laughs> I've ever seen in a it video. Really? It was. I feel like I got shot. <laughs> like. What? <laughs> 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 What the fuck, dude? <laughs> Can I add a little bit more what the fuck onto it? By all, please, by all means. If it's in this game at all, it's like an obscure codec call. It's not in like a main cutscene. Vamp was in the church that exploded. What? And he was stabbed through the heart by a crucifix <laughs> and survived I, I by drinking yeah. the blood of other yeah. uh, casualties until someone rescued him. And that's how he got a taste for blood. Uh. Okay. <laughs> Love yeah, that. man, that's, yeah, well, number one, that's how blood works, first of all. If you right. eat it, you, you're good. Uh, and secondly, <laughs> how fast was he drinking that blood? <laughs> uh, Got like a silly straw, just like video? jammed right in there. You know that yeah. fucking video where the guy spits out the cigarette and then drinks the beer really fast? Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just doing that with like 40 corpses. Swishing a course around to make right, it spiral. So the blood comes out faster. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's impaled by a giant cross. He's uh, okay, so he's not a vampire, is what you're telling me. <laughs> not really, no. Yeah, because he should have been dead as shit if he got stabbed through the heart by a crucifix. Well, I think Sorry. that happened to him, and he was like, maybe I guess I should just be a vampire. Clearly, that's my whole deal. Yeah, he just left and was like, I gotta find somebody to finish this fucking ritual for me. This Clearly is Clearly, God wants me to be a vampire. <laughs> uh, I, I also just want to say, I, you know, I get why Stillman has, like, a lot of, like, guilt and grief about this. Yes. He, like, seems to imply that people, that if he wasn't injured, people would be angry at him for... Yeah, everyone would blame him for the bombing. They already do, my guy! You did... It was the terrorist, first of all, and you didn't defuse it, and that happens. Right. And I know you're very sad about it, 
but you don't have to pretend to be disabled about it. That's As maybe not a... the right move. <laughs> That's maybe not the way to go. Yeah, we will reveal later he did not lose his leg in the explosion. He's been faking it for decades? I don't know how I... long. <laughs> that I, seems like I'm something like... that you would be really easily find out. I set my controller down and I just <laughs> like stared at the screen like what is happening right now? What he are is, you talking about? He has been faking a limp for any time he's in public for years. Like has no one seen him like in like shorts where it's like, "Hey, that's a normal ass leg." I mean, he must just never wear shorts, yeah. It, I I just don't know. I do know how you fake that. It's with a prosthetic, like it, like for a person who does not have that limb anymore. So you can't right. ask the guy, like, hey, right. your pant leg doesn't look like you don't have a leg there. That's a right. rude thing to say to someone. Right. But oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> do you think at one point he had to, like, stab a fork in it to prove to someone that it was fake? <laughs> and it hurt really bad? Yeah. It's like, what's, hold on, is that, is there something red on your jeans? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, I have fake blood. There was a ketchup packet there that I was storing for later. Imagine what happens if he, like, because he's fake limping on it all the time, he, like, twists his ankle or something and has to pretend like it's the same as it always is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, he lost a leg. It's like... No, but he he acts like he's wearing a prosthetic leg at all times. Yeah, I'm saying, what if his quote unquote prosthetic leg he twisted the ankle on it? And has oh to yeah, and he just has like to be normal about it. Yeah, yeah. Totally. He can't act like he hurt his leg. There's no leg there. It's what a Jesus, it's dude. so bonkers. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Um, but yes, in his time as a bomb disposal uh, professor, he trained Fat Man, one of the members of Dead Cell. Uh, which I guess we should explain what Dead Cell is real quick. They are an anti-terrorist unit that are meant to be, like, fake terrorists that stage terrorist attacks to gauge, like, how the military responds to them. Yeah, like, military readiness. Yeah, so they, like, are actual terrorists, but they work for the government. They're, like, white hack hackers, basically. Yes. And uh, when President George Sears went rogue, they went with him. And, uh, like, there was a whole big scandal with them. Um, and they, they were like, nothing but respect for my president. They mentioned one of them is locked in prison. We never see that guy. It's Fortune's husband. Oh, wait, huh. what? Yeah. Huh. Hey, what? Yeah, Fortune's husband was, like, the leader of Dead Cell, and he's just in prison. Bro, shout out to Fortune. She's getting it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm trying to remember... Vamp had an affair with either Fortune's husband or Fortune's dad, and I don't remember which. I think uh, all three of them. Fortune <laughs> and the yeah. dad and the husband. That's <laughs> probably yeah, yeah. what I'm coming down to here. Yeah, yeah, I think Vamp, Fortune, and her husband were a thruple. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. If you fight, that been. makes sense yeah. to me. He uh, calls her queen exclusively. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you fight. If you found out that your coworker was fucking your dad, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I had a moment where I was like, oh, they didn't tell me who Queen was. Oh, sure, yeah. I was like, oh, secret yeah. guy. It'll come up more in the next section. All of the Dead Cell members use card names as, like, code names for each other, which is silly because oh. they already have code names. <laughs> okay. Well, that makes Dumb. it way less funny, but... Like, Solid Snake, the leader of Dead Cell, is king. 
yeah, it was way yeah. it was way funnier when I just thought Vamp was just calling her queen. <laughs> yeah, when yes, he's calling her queen. One hundred percent. And nobody else has said that throughout the game yet. So that yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, hello queen. Yes, queen. <laughs> hello queen. Yes, queen. so true, queen. <laughs> I was say she just calls him Vamp. She's not calling him like Ace or whatever his code no, name is. And like he very, I gotta say, very sexily is like, I'll tell you in person. I was like, right, damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they've, they've got an energy. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna, like, okay, you're gonna leave here and go fuck her? All right, I right, guess. Right. <laughs> Two men in this room with you and you gotta go be straight? All right. <laughs> okay, according Idiot. the 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 canon is that Vamp was fucking uh, Fortune's dad, not her husband. But I, I'm fine with it being both. All right, good. Oh no, no, no! It was both of them. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I f- I figured it out. Don't worry. Yeah. Weird to be like you know part of the same polycule as your dad, but as long as you keep that you know separated by one degree of separation, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't be in the same room at the same time. Yeah, yeah, that's all you got to do. It's fine. But anyway, yeah, the, uh, the other you, you goods... looking at your dad and just quote his got pilgrim. I touched the lips that touched you. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, the other member of Dead Cell is Fat Man, a former student of Peter Stillman's, a prodigy <laughs> in bomb making, who d- built his first atomic bomb when he was only ten years old. This is the funniest was, thing anyone's was, ever said in anything. That was me setting down the controller and just staring out a window. I messaged Luke immediately. <laughs> That's one of those lines where, like, when I played this game when I was sixteen, I didn't understand how fucking bonkers it is. <laughs> That's like a joke in a cartoon. Yeah, it's like, first of all, like, where'd he get the fissile material? Where does the right, 12 year old get that? I'm like, right. hey, Junior, where'd you get the plutonium? <laughs> like, you can't just like, order that in a fucking me, scholastic magazine. If you told me that, like, oh, he made, like, all the elements except the nuclear to, like, up for an atomic bomb. Right. I'd be like, that's still crazy, but I guess I can get, I get it. Yeah. You're heightening it. Him just getting, making a full-on atomic bomb. I imagine there's a prequel that is just uh, Fat Man and Stillman as, like, Marty McFly and Doc Brown. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, oh, Stillman yeah. is the one who gave him the plutonium. <laughs> no, but he, Stillman didn't know him until... Yeah, I guess that timeline doesn't matter, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's what I believe now. Right, right. Yeah, um, it is so funny... How yeah. much, they, like, how much juice they give Fat Man? Yeah, and then it's not until you meet him that he is. You realize he is drinking wine and on roller skates. <laughs> he is <Yeah>. a clown. <laughs> He's absolutely incredible. I was hooting and hollering. <laughs> yeah, no, I love Fat. Honestly, all the villains in this game, a plus. <laughs> I understand why he's called Fat Man, right? Uh, but also, it's a little unfortunate. Right, you maybe, bo- you maybe should have thought about yeah. that one. For Named after one of the atomic bombs dropped in Japan, and also because he's a fat man. And also because he's a fat man. Yeah, I got it. I got he's, it, man. He's yeah. not even that fat. Most of that no. bulk is the flak jacket. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's like fucking May from Overwatch. Right. Yeah. For men. <laughs> <laughs> he takes that jacket off, and he's just a Tumblr sexy man underneath. Exactly. That's yeah. right. Um. But yeah, this is sort of the bulk of the gameplay we played through this time. Stillman gives us a bomb sensor because uh, the C4 that Fat Man has planted around the big shell should both release, like, what do they say, like an iodized gas or something? Yeah, some bullshit. But also, importantly, Fat Man marks every bomb he plants with a few spritzes of his cologne. 
Sure. So you sure. can detect that scent in order to uh, uh, yeah find the bombs and disarm them. Um, and uh, the way it works basically is it puts a little green cloud on your radar to give you like the zone it's in, and then you kind of have to look around and find where it's hidden. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so the first one, like on like in like the place like the. Uh, cafeteria strut that you fuck, yeah. that you start off in. Yeah, yeah. Is it the women's bathroom? So, yes. okay. This is going to be like a talk about like the larger kind of things. Uh-huh. There are, and me and Molly talked about it, there are so many goddamn porno posters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was saying that there should have been a, like a pinup of a guy in the There should gu- be a hunky dude in the women's bathroom. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because that, yeah, that's where the first one is. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, because you know this takes place in America, but all of the almost all of the posters, except for a girl in a USA bikini, are of like Asian like adult video stars. Yeah, right. Does all everyone on this space have a Asian fetish? <laughs> God. I mean, I guess they must. <laughs> no, it's just one guy who they will not stop getting him to put posters up. Right, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah, if- like he's been to HR and like. Like all the time, but they can't fire him because he's the only one that knows how to work the coffee machine. Right, exactly. Yeah, there's like, there's a specific Tony. system on Big Shell that only works in a Windows 95 environment, and he's the one who knows how to. Right, yeah, he's yeah. the only one who could run yeah. it. If you go into the women's bathroom before you start the bomb mission uh, and call Rose, she'd be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? I didn't know you were such a fucking pervert." I I called. Uh, Pliskin in there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just because I was like, oh wait, I haven't called Pliskin at all. I should check I should check that. Right. Uh have you ever done it, Luke? Um, I'm sure I have. Remind me what it is. Uh and he just goes he like acts like he knows where you are, and he just goes, Eh, hey, don't worry, I've 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 been in similar situations before. <laughs> you know, all's fair on this mission. <laughs> <laughs> and like and Ryan's like, what are you talking? He's like, you even looked at some things I probably shouldn't have. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, uh, Snake, what the during, fuck, man? Yeah, as Rose is chewing I mean, out, the colonel jumps in and is like, now, Rose, leave him alone. I understand a man has, you know, curiosities. But, Ryan, you really <laughs> have a job to do. You should, listen, between you and me, I get it, man. I understand the allure, but. What do they think Ryan's going to see in there? Everyone's. <laughs> it's an abandoned I, bathroom. Everyone's fucking it's bed. A, it's just a bathroom. Yeah. They're toilets. The president uh, also, was kidnapped. There might be a uh, tampon dispenser. That is going to be the only difference. There's nothing sexy also, in I'm bathrooms. Also, I'm not convinced that there are any women on this rig. Yeah, no, me either. No. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I like is that these are the only two bathrooms we see on the big shell. So if you work over in like, <laughs> you know, strut F on the opposite yeah. end, you got to walk all the way over here across like multiple catwalks to take a shit. And you better sucks, hope dude. those catwalks don't f- fall through. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Because some know, of them are rigged like trapdoors just for a fun prank. <laughs> I was going to ask you, do you know how many times I died to that falling bridge? It's twice. I didn't need to go there either time, but I did die twice. Oh, no. Because <laughs> right, I think that's the that's the bridge into the shell, which you can't get to, right? Yeah, you can, like, walk across that bridge, and the whole thing falls out from under you, and then you right. get to the other side, and it's just like, eh, and I'm and like, The door's oh. locked, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, guess there, I'll buy. There's, like, an undersided one that also falls through. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, like... Um, the one, 
I only went to that one that goes to the center, but there's also like a, there's a line of dialogue when you're supposed to go find Fat Man and he tells you to go to the core. Um, oh. And I was like, oh, of course. Yeah. The center of the, right. of this, you know, little section. And then yeah. I walked across there and then I was like, oh, that was gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also, like, a section where there's Claymore Mines that I I think I got it to before I was supposed to. Oh, yeah. I also had this happen. Uh, and so I just ended up, like, fucking, like, cartwheeling across it and just, like, took the damage I, I had to. You can just crawl across them and you'll pick them up and put them in your inventory. What? Oh, yeah. That's what you're yeah, supposed I, to do. Okay. Yeah, I, I accidentally, like... Because, like, you go into, a, like, a crawl after you get out of that fucking amazing animation. Right. Uh, His, like, handless cartwheel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that. And, like, so I, I happened to land exactly where Claymore was. I just picked it up. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um. But yeah, you have to just sort of run around and freeze the... Like, Peter gave you this, like, coolant spray that, like, freezes the bombs. It's like liquid nitrogen or something that makes it so they can't explode. But as soon as you find one, he's like, what the fuck? Why would you put a bomb there? That doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then each... Snake is like, oh, man, you're so good at finding bombs, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, Snake, like we said, splits off to go take care of the bombs in Shell 2. If you go the way he went, you can see him in a cardboard box running across the bridge. <laughs> well, that's great. Uh, and if you shoot what... at him, he'll call you on the code and be like, knock it the fuck off. There's a later like bit of dialogue where someone is like, oh, I saw like a, like a cardboard box walking across the bridge. Yes. Yeah, I think there, that uh, it's uh, what's her Olga, it was, right? Olga, Olga right? yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, Olga. yeah. it's like, yeah, I saw. Listen, it's fucked up out here. I don't care for any of this. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Uh, uh, did yeah you like run into Olga when you go up to like the helipad for the first time yeah there's a and I should have to like do like a Meryl type like search for it but like to recognize that it's Olga but only armpits <laughs> yeah uh... <laughs> I like that you know in the tanker section Snake corners Olga and is like drop your weapons and like she's you know he's kind of got her until she pulls the like trick gun in the knife. But, you know, she's, like, just slowly putting her gun down, doing what he tells her. And then Ryan tries to do the same thing, and she just looks at him and is like, yeah, no. And just does, like, a backflip 20 feet in the air off the side. Yeah, she's like, I think I'll just leave, actually. Yeah. Listen, the Olga you fought in the tanker was pregnant. This one, she's unbound. <laughs> uh, she is no longer held down by the gravity of baby. God. Right. Did anyone else, when they were in strut D, uh knock out a dude and then realize that later they would just call that person be like hmm oh that happened to be a they're lot they're not responding yeah, they knock out radio. all the guards in a room they're they're like uh supervised to be like why isn't anyone yeah. talking to me I was like oh shit i forgot yeah. that could happen in this game <laughs> cuz i had just been like tranking people left and right and i did it here yep. and i'm like oh no yeah. yeah, and then I, like, got down to the part where the thing is, and I was like, okay, cool. And then they were like, hey, hey, where's yeah. my guys? <laughs> I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, Why are you leaving the, the status quo? the course? warehouse <laughs> section where, like, there's that bomb kind of on a quarter off, like, position where no one can see you. Yeah. Uh, I got, like, a, like, everyone got revived, and, like, yeah. everyone was patrolling, and I'm just, like, standing there, like, ugh. <laughs> 
So on extreme, that in that strut, the bomb is on one of the boxes going around the conveyor belt. Oh my god! Oh, oh my god! <laughs> okay, so no, I, I, I guess not the warehouse where they're like, like. Oh, you're talking the other where you have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Now. The warehouse where you have to like drop down from the rail. Oh yes, yeah, 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 I think yeah. Yeah. F. Yeah. Or F. Yeah. Or, yeah. A or yeah, F. I, I, I think I had that. the same thing happen. Yep. Um, and then, like, they call off the guards, and they all, like, get in a line and walk out of the room. It's like, oh, okay, thanks, guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I could not find the the nerd for strut F, so I had no map for it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's the problem I also ran into. Yeah, I don't know if it's, like, maybe a thing that you're, like, not supposed to find yet. Maybe it's... No, I found it eventually. I don't remember where it was, I but the first time the I first went in there... I floor, just in a corner that's kind of hard to see. Yeah, I oh, just well. couldn't find it the first time in. Yeah. All right. You have to go back to Strut F a lot because, like, it's covered in, like, locked doors with different security levels that have weapons yes. that you'll want later. Mm-hmm. Um, MGS1 had the same kind of room <laughs> near the beginning. It sure um, did. Yeah, the, the benefit of MGS2 being, like, a much more circular layout is that, like, backtracking is a little less of a pain in the ass. Yeah, because it seems like it's going to happen a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you're just running around defusing bombs. As you're going, you're getting more calls from Stillman and Snake about how these bomb placements don't make sense, and they're, like, not where you would place bombs if you wanted to blow up the entire facility. Um, And eventually, Snake learns that, you know, on uh, Stillman's direction, that at the base of, what's he say, like, strut H, that there's a ton of bombs planted. Yeah, with no, uh, 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 with, you know, no scent attached to them. Right, it doesn't have the cologne, it doesn't have the, uh, the, yeah, the sensor doesn't work on them. And Stillman's like, shit, god damn it, fuck, he's he got been me. playing us for fools. Um, it, it's almost like this sequel is about how you can't rely on the things you learned in the past to do well in the future or something, and yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, Raiden trained a lot on Metal Gear Solid 1, I'm sure he's gonna handle this game just fine. Yeah, it's um, gonna be no problem. Yep. And, uh, you know, eventually you find out that all of the little bombs you've been freezing, when all of them are frozen, they trigger the real bombs. And uh, so Stillman has to reveal dramatically that he's never actually been uh, uh, disabled. He has two working legs because he's the only one that can run down to defuse that bomb. But he doesn't (laughs) even succeed. (laughs) He has an incredible line, which is... I need to do this because it's the only way I can diffuse my own sins. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Well, you fucked it's, it up, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you goofed it a little bit. Well, yeah. he tried. <laughs> he was working on it, you he know. He was working well, on it. Well, he's definitely missing a leg now. <laughs> yeah. He's missing a lot now. Yeah, he's missing a lot now. Um, he leaves a different sensor for you in the cafeteria. And tells you the other, there's probably a a paired bomb to it in strut A because that's on the opposite end of the shell, um, and if you bomb both of them at the same time, it would like rip the whole facility apart. So you go down there, you find that bomb and freeze it. But yes, Stillman uh, is unable to like get his bomb in time, or he fucks up somehow and trips it, so it explodes, destroying strut H, which we haven't even seen yet, and uh, he's dead, ripped to Peter. <laughs> Uh, I'm yeah. different though. 
Yeah. Yeah, RIP, buddy. I like that he remains in your list of guys you can call for the entire game. <laughs> it's just oh. always, you know, no answer when you call him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you get down there. I think the bomb can be randomly planted in a few places on strut A. Where was it for y'all? Uh, uh, it was under the sub for me. Yeah, same. Okay. It was also under the sub for me. Okay, then maybe it's determined by difficulty, because for me it was like on a wall, randomly. Um, but after you defuse that, you're like going to leave, but Fortune shows up and you have to fight her. And uh, You can't fight Fortune. Well, she's got such little HP. It would take like one hit to knock her out. Uh, but you find Luke. What? Nothing. Nothing hurts her because huh? all the bullets avoid her. Oh I shit! I got so fucking confused in this part. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I must, I must like have to shoot something so that I get ricochets or some bullshit. Right, there must be some trick to this. Uh, I, no, I shot her one time uh-huh. and opened the elevator, and that was it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I was well, like, then oh, I saw the elevator okay. open, and I'm like, oh, I must need to get past her. And then I got, I ran into the fucking invisible barrier shit again. I'm like, oh god, oh, damn it. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, on extreme, you gotta dodge her shots for a long time. She gets rid of all the cover in the room, and then the elevator like dings, which means you still have like half the fight to go. Oh god. <laughs> you just have to be like running back and forth, timing your cartwheels right. Uh, yeah, and she eventually... destroyed a bunch of the cover for me, so... Yeah, yeah. But that um, may just be because I was just running around like a chicken with its head cut off. Right, and again, this whole time she's yelling out about, like, you know... At first she My thinks she's a solid snake. Like, ah, oh, kill me, I just want to die, blah, blah, blah. Um, but uh, eventually, yeah, the elevator comes down and Vamp is here, and he's like, Hey, fat man's really fucking everything up, Fortune. Yeah, he's kind of gone rogue. He's kind of gone rogue. He's called in and wants Raiden to meet him on the helipad. He's going to blow he's the whole fucking gonna, place he's up. He's actually going to blow this up, not just fake blow it up like we thought. Yeah, he's not, like, threatening to blow... Uh, we we got to go deal with it. And while they're distracted by that, Raiden pops out and tries to take a shot at Fortune, but it misses her and hits Vamp square in the forehead. It is so incredibly fucking sick, dude. Yeah. 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 It's really funny. <laughs> it, like, orbits her twice and then hits him. I was like, yo. <laughs> but then I was also like, wait, is that really how Vamp goes down? And yeah, it was wait a not. Second, hold on. Was that I was like, wow. guys in Dead Cell? Did we just kill one of them in a cutscene? <laughs> right. I was like, wow, that wasn't even his boss fight. Bummer. Right, and, like, Fortune collapses to the ground, sobbing, and she's so, like, distracted that Raiden just kind of walks past her and gets on the elevator. Yeah. It's really funny, because she uh, apparently does not know that he cannot die, uh, and is like, oh, my God. And then he's like, don't worry, babe, I can't die. And he, she's like, well, I wish you would have told like, me that. Pick up, pick up your head, queen. Your thighs are too heavy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, when he shows back up in MGS4, he does just have a big scar in the middle of his forehead where he got shot here. Whips yeah, ass. That, yeah, he should. Yeah, Philomar's, uh like image on his website is of Vamp from Four, so yeah, I saw so I saw like the circular scar on his head. Oh, Vamp looks a lot better in this game than he does in Four. He's, he looks very sickly in Four. Oh, really? he's like well, com- yeah. he's got veins bulging everywhere. He's got like really pale, sickly skin. Well, he's way older. <laughs> you know, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. You mean he's a vampire? Yeah, he looks more vampire-y, you know. Yeah. yeah. 
Also, this guy looks like, but like this guy looks like a vampire in like the way that Blade looks like a vampire. <laughs> this guy looks like he's from Underworld. Four vamp looks like he's from Nosferatu. Okay, <laughs> or at least he's on his way to that. You know, maybe you know he developed a problem. Yeah, and his problem is that he's a vampire. Right, and it's just a really slow transformation. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Fortune in this section keeps talking about Raiden being like, "I was hoping you would be the one to finally kill me." And I'm just right. thinking, like, have you met Raiden? <laughs> well, I, I feel like at first she thinks that you're Solid Snake. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah then but then she, she sees, sees you and goes, you and goes oh, whoa. Okay, you're not who I thought you were, but you got a vibe about you, man. There's something about you. You're like, maybe. You've seen the fires of hell, haven't you? And Ryan's like, I just pl- I'm just i just a gamer. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> He's just like, no, <laughs> I haven't. I'm just I'm gaming, bro. I, mean, I have had people call me slurs, but... <laughs> Uh, at some point during all this too like i said rose calls you and is like jack do you remember the day we first met and you get their backstory as they're just reminiscing i I sent you a comic about this but this is this is right in his most relatable to me (laughs) where he's like oh see because i think this is right in his most insufferable i hate this motherfucker that's in this story it's it's he's insufferable but like (laughs) but like but it would, I would work be for the Ashley. kind of person to be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" It would the cr- climb the Chrysler Building, like one of right. the most famous things about the movie. Their meet cute is that Ryan just out on the street, and is there's he some mansplains to her. There's some tourists that ask Rose nearby which building uh, King Kong climbed on, and she mistakenly says the Chrysler Building. And Raiden butts into the conversation unsolicited, like, um, actually, it was the Empire State <laughs> Building. And him and Rose just argue about it for, like, an hour. The tourists just leave. And then the next day, he bumps into her at work because they work at the same building without realizing it. And they go home and watch King Kong, quote, 11 times, which is an insane thing to do. Yeah, I... Sorry, beg your fucking pardon, you did what? This is how you know they deserve I, I each got, other, because they're both fucking weirdos. They're fucking bizarre. I got that they were... I, I didn't, don't remember if I saw that. I got that they went to like a skyscraper museum that they, ended up they, being Yeah, they, they go on a date, which is they go to the Empire State Building, and then they rent King Kong and watch it on loop all night long. Uh, Yeah, but like... Are the streets oh, like, the okay? First day is like... <laughs> no. no. Uh, on, like, the first day, that, like, when, like, they were arguing, they, like, argued through a park to, like, a place where they could look it up and it was closed. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, again, I, I mentioned it before. People real obviously, Ryan got a lot of hate. Rose got a ton of hate, too. A lot of like misogynist shit of just like. I was gonna say, is it because she's a woman and her a lot of because she's a woman? She's so, she's so naggy. She's not like, oh, this is lame. Like Meryl was cool. She was like an action babe, but Rose just whines about how you don't remember her anniversary all the time, and she's always like Women, nagging right? you on the codec about bullshit. She doesn't even um, like when I kill birds. Can I just say, really quick? Meryl is not a cool action lady. No, no. She shows up for two seconds, gets owned, and then you have to save her later, and that's that's it. That's her character. I, no, but she has that line about how she knew how to use a gun before she knew how to use a bra, so that means she's cool. I, I wish that Meryl was the character that fans like to say she is. 
I mean, she kind of is in four. Yes, sorta. You know, she she gets she gets to do some cool action scenes in four. It's a shame I'll never be able to find out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, you have to go fight Fat Man. He's put one more bomb up on the helipad on one of the struts. Which, by the way, also the first time you go up there it has a Harrier fighter jet. It's like, well, I'm gonna, yeah. I wonder if I'll have to fight this fucking thing later. Yeah. No. Oh, uh, and it's gone when I go fight Fat Man. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> and yeah, Fat Man is like a really tall dude. He's kind of fat, not that fat, in a big flak jacket. Yeah. He's like, rollerblading. It, it's hard to tell because of the flak jacket. <laughs> Right, right. He's rollerblading around, and he has a wine glass with a bendy straw so he can drink it over the flap of the flat jacket. Yeah, yeah, he sure does. What a guy. (laughs) Yeah. What a guy. Yeah. And had had roller skates. Yeah. I was like, is he skateboarding? Is that what he's talking about? (laughs) Oh, nope. It's even better, baby. Yeah, Yeah, just 90s ass rollerblades. Let's fucking go. Yep. And uh, yeah, the way this boss fight works is he rollerblades around. He's so fast on them and he can do sick twists and jumps with them. And uh, he plants uh, bombs all around the arena, which is a really big area. And uh, then he'll start like a 30 second countdown and you have to freeze all the bombs or else you just die immediately. And at the same time, he's just taking pot shots at you with an Uzi. Yeah. Uh, I I forgot. Uh, what, like, I, or not forgot, but I just didn't know which bomb tracker I should be using. Right, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, I died the first time on this. Uh, just I because, took, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, just because I was like, I don't know where the bombs are. I don't. <laughs> I took I mean, over no way an for hour me to beating find out. this last night because, uh, on Extreme, another one they didn't balance very good, he can plant up to five bombs at a time. And if the RNG just puts those bombs far enough apart, they simply don't give you enough time to defuse them all. Rip. It really sucks. Yeah, that sounds bad. Like, if they put one all the way in the northeast and one all the way in the southwest, well, tough shit, idiot. Yes, Try again. Um, This is, again, I, I mentioned the Olga fight kind of being a weird uh, twist on Sniper Wolf. Fat Man, kind of a twist on the Vulcan Raven boss fight from MGS1. You're in a similar area of, like, yep. a square room full of big cargo crates fighting the physically largest member of the enemy team. Uh, but Fat Man has a tiny little machine gun instead of Vulcan Raven's, uh, like, minigun. And instead of planting bombs for Raven to walk into, Fat Man plants bombs for you. Weird. It's like it's, like it's evoking the thing you did before... But there's a twist on it that makes the old strategy not effective. Uh, I really liked this fight. It was cool. It's a very cool yeah. fight. Once I, once I, I figured out how to do him it. Over. Yeah. You can uh, knock I, him over a few, to- a few different ways. I yeah. accidentally, the very last hit I needed to get on him, I was just kind of running around. And then I did a cartwheel. And then he ran into me. And he just fell over. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, well, rip yep. to you, bud. Yep, that does yeah. work. You can also just, like, uh, spam sh- bullets at him, which don't do much damage, but will knock him over. And then, yeah, uh, or you, you can just like do the shots. punch punch kick and knock him down. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, headshots are the only way you can really damage him. Well, because he got a big jacket. 
He's got a big jacket. You just got to hit his his little like tip of his head poking out of his flak jacket. Why is my man An- uh, Anakin Skywalker out of the Darth Vader suit? Why does he look? <laughs> he does kind of look. Why like does that? he got yeah. the damn egg head? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> He's got the fucking veins. Yeah. He sure does. If you put the helmet on him, he would have the world's worst Darth Vader cosplay on. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Um I love I, him, by the way. I also just like, yeah, I love his vibe. He's got this kind of like New York accent where he's like, hey there, I, I'm going to be the coolest bomber ever. I, I'm going to be the man who beat Peter Stillman. I got a present for you. It's a bomb. <laughs> I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Thank you. He's like, is it a bomb? It's a bomb. Yeah, no, we know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I figured. And then you like beat him and he starts bleeding through his flak jacket and he's like, oh, no, my suit's ruined. I got nothing to wear to the party now. And then he's like, I've got the biggest bomb ready for you. And then you just move him a bit. <laughs> and then I yeah. was like, one more bomb, and you'll never find it. And it's just I under was, him. I was like, sir, is it your jacket? Is your jacket the bomb? And it yeah. wasn't, but I was basically right. Which, right, yeah, that's I, another like weird uh, inversion of Vulcan Raven, where you beat Vulcan Raven, and he's like, you've earned my respect. I'm going to give you a hint about how to proceed. You beat Fat Man, and he's like, fuck you, idiot. I'm taunting you with my final breath. Yeah, I thought I was going to have to throw... Uh, Fat man over the side. Yeah. We get like a cutscene of the bomb like exploding underwater, but no, it's just right under him. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, really I, funny because it's just another C4. Yeah. Well, it's, it's th- funny too because like I could imagine this being kind of a fun puzzle and be like, oh, right, of course it's under him. Except you already have the bomb detector equipped from the boss fight, so you just see the big glowing green as soon as it comes yeah. to gameplay. Yeah. Uh, you like, you could like maybe like, oh, that's just because he's covered in cologne. Sure, but yeah, but no. no. Uh, yeah, I, I was like going to like go full like I was thinking way too hard about this in the Metal Gear way, where it's like, oh, he's like turned himself into a bomb. Oh, sure, right, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was like in his jacket or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like, he's eaten it or like done chemical bullshit to make himself a bomb. Right, right. <laughs> no, the in-body bombs come later. Yeah. Now I'm trying to remember, are there in-body bombs? And Metal oh, Gear Solid Luke. 5, yeah. buddy. A little oh, right, game of course, called right, Ground Zero. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. Yes, 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 yes. Forgot about that. I try the not to think thing about I know that. About, fair. The only thing I know about Metal Gear Solid 5s, yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. Yep, I forgot. <laughs> I was trying to think, like, is there some part where someone detonates their nanomachines or something? No, no right, it's the awful thing, right? No, it's, yeah, it's, no, <laughs> that would have been cooler. <laughs> yep, that would have worked just fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, the two things I know about MGS5, which does not help it, yeah, no. right, are quiet and the bomb. Yeah. I, yeah, I'll say I like MGS5 game. a lot, but God, there's oof. I like the story of MGS5 a lot. Yeah, a few exceptions Same. noted. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like I, quiet a lot as a character. I just hate her character mm-hmm. design. Yeah, I we I feel like we have talked several times about like you giving your defense of quiet and then you like at the end going, but like also all of the complaints about how she's dressed. Like I can't do anything about it undercuts the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Quiet is the emotional heart of the story of MGS five. And the fact that that's her outfit is really, really kind of makes that hard. (laughs) Uh, Also, I remember when you were like talking, you told me about how the voice actress streamed the (laughs) game and her friend said that, Oh, like they made your boobs bigger. (laughs) Quiet shows up at the beginning not dressed like that, and yeah, her actor is like 
super excited. Oh my god, there's me in the video game. And her friends were like, oh yeah, don't they put you in like a really like, uh, like, uh, revealing like a bikini? outfit later? <laughs> and she just, you just see like the light leave her eyes. She's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, she she really got the experience the first experience of having to explain no I like this <laughs> right <laughs> um, but yeah that is this section of Metal Gear Solid Two uh, before we're in it one last thing yeah there's a codec call you get before Fat Man from a mysterious character isn't there. Oh, right. Oh, we did forget to say yeah, that. Got, yeah, when you're going... Throat. Mr. Yeah, X. Yeah. I forgot about Deep Throat. When you're walking into that area with the mines that we talked about, you get a call from someone calling themselves Deep Throat to get a mine detector to pick up the mines, which happens verbatim in MGS1. And when Ryan's like, hey, wait, you mean Deep Throat from Metal Gear Solid 1? Like, oh, just call me Mr. X He's then. like, oh, never mind. <laughs> and also, they have clearly a Russian accent like the Gerlukovich's. Right, yeah. Uh, it's so funny that, like, Watergate has just made it so that Deep Throat is an acceptable military term when it's from, like, a porno. Yeah. <laughs> right, uh-huh. right. Well, it's funny, too, because, like, in MGS1, the ninja says, like, just call me Deep Throat. And Snake's like, what, from the Watergate scandal? And in this game, when the ninja says, call me Deep Throat, Ryan's like, from Metal Gear Solid? <laughs> <laughs> from the video game I like? <laughs> Ryan, have you ever picked up a history book in your life? Sure, Raiden all the history that- books about the Shadow Moses incident. <laughs> Raiden would make that post about wo- uh, Bioshock and Wounded Knee. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 100%. Oh, God, <laughs> um, oh, trying to think if there's boy. anything. Oh, right. One other thing I was going to call attention to. Uh, one of Fat Man's barks during the boss fight is he says, uh, I don't remember the exact phrase. It's like, oh, what's wrong? Little Foxhound not up to the task? Weird that he knows that Foxhound exists, because everyone else is like, Foxhound, what's that? Who said that? Fat Man. Oh, okay, I didn't catch that. Because Fat Man also, when Ryan's like, why are you going to blow this up? You won't get your hostage money. Then he's like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Hostage what do you mean money? my hostage money? <laughs> what are you t- I'm just here to bomb stuff. Hang on stuff. a sec. Yeah. Fat Man seems didn't like... tell me there was hostage money. <laughs> in the grand tradition of Metal Gear bad guys, he seems to think something different is going on than what Ryden's been told. Shocked to hear this. (laughs) As if the entire game up to this point hasn't been, like, the biggest neon sign that says Raiden doesn't know what's happening. (laughs) Right. That's the whole game so far. Raiden's being played for a fool. Weird that Fat Man is treated like just, he's gone rogue, he's crazy, he's just blowing shit up to blow shit up. He's the only guy that knows Raiden's from Foxhound. Funny how that works. Funny how that works. Uh, It's... Uh, it makes total sense. Like when we like watch the prisoner, you're like, "Oh, in my head, all spy fiction is like should be." Everyone is like so, like deep in it that they don't know like even like who they're working for anymore. Right, because <laughs> that's what Metal Gear so is. <laughs> yeah, because that's exactly what this is. And like, so like when you watch like you know Mission Impossible and James Bond, you're like, "Wait, this is just guys like having gadgets." This right. is bullshit. <laughs> Need to be at least four betrayals of the same guy revealing he works for a different agency. Um, but yeah, we're we're deep in it now. Uh, Ryan's Dang. next mission after uh, now that the bombs have been dealt with permanently, he needs to get into the Shell One core and rescue President James Johnson. 
So that's what we're going to be doing next time. Yeah, I guess I have to rescue a guy who's definitely real and here. (laughs) (laughs) James Johnson is the realest sounding name I've ever heard. Yeah, for sure, dude. Do you think Ryden even knows who the president is? Or did he hear that and just go, oh, yeah, that's the guy. I absolutely don't think Ryden knew who the president is. He doesn't know who the president is. Yeah. Uh, So next time, we are going to play up through the vamp boss fight. Okay. So I, I yeah I I was gonna ask but we kind of already covered it like if we were supposed to do the like the post Fat Man boss fight stuff of just div, you know diffusing the bomb but yeah I mean you kind of have to I I was ruling yeah. that into the boss fight I guess but yeah 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 I I did that and then I saved the game and closed it yep that's yeah. that's exactly what I had in mind I was uh, like, damn, I could play more Metal Gear Solid, though. Which... Yeah, I almost loaded up Metal Gear Solid 3 just so I could play more Metal Gear. Hold on. I thought about it. <laughs> which vamp... Until... Which vamp boss fight? The vamp boss fight. Okay. The boss fight against vamp. When vamp appears and has a health meter and you drain it and it goes to zero. Okay. When you drain well, it like I, blood. Well, now I'm so scared. <laughs> now I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> I when feel like vamp I'm getting is defeated, turn the game off. Okay. All right. <laughs> You're getting vampoozled. Okay. So if I see Vamp and fight him one time, you're saying. <laughs> then you did good. <laughs> okay. But if I but if see you... Vamp and fight him a second time, <laughs> then time. you did bad. You did okay, bad. Okay, noted. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess maybe the immortal vampire might come back. <laughs> I, Yeah. Like you said that he would for the net, like a game two from here <laughs> for two games from now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't think he would die, but I was like, is there a guy who's dressed up as vamp or something? What the fuck is happening here? <laughs> yeah, there's fucking uh, they cut it out of the HD version. I don't know if it's a rights issue or what, but in the original version of MGS three, there is a uh, uh, Easter egg where there's a part where snake has to go to sleep and he starts talking. If you, like, the, the person you save your game with in that game, her gimmick is that she really likes movies, so she'll talk to you about movies a bunch. And she'll talk to you about Dracula, and Snake will start talking about how he hates vampires, and they creep him out, and he hopes he never has to fight a vampire. Which is obviously, like, a tip to vamp. But then you if you go to sleep right after that conversation, you get a dream sequence that is a Devil May Cry-esque character action oh game God. where you're fighting vampires. Yeah, oh I, re- I remember hearing about this. Yeah. And then when you wake up, he immediately calls paramedic and be like, don't fucking talk to me about vampires anymore. I had a really scary dream. <laughs> <laughs> the, the snake from MGS3 is... It was MGS3 really is, scary, okay? <laughs> the snake from MGS3 is maybe the weediest snake. Naked, but he's also like the manliest, which is a really funny combo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is, is he baby? <laughs> He's a little baby, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's okay. a little, little mama's boy. The whole game is: Are you man enough to beat up your mom? <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Yeah, definitely. Well, sure. Specifically to beat up your mommy. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's true. Oh, okay, that's different. <laughs> There's a lot of people asking. Wait, so is she more like a mother to you or a lover? And says, so like, "I don't want to get into it." <laughs> Understand? Have the language of the sixties. <laughs> yes, uh, right. Yeah, he wasn't ready to explain. Yeah, there, okay. there is a spectrum where there, where that's blurry. <laughs> Uh, do you want some quick questions? Yeah, we can do some questions. Uh, from at Trippy Jing, if you uh, if it had come out fifteen to twenty years later, would Fat Man have been riding an electric scooter or a U, uh, EUC? 
<laughs> oh my god! Can you imagine if he was on one of those fucking hoverboards? The hoverboard, yeah, that's what I was uh, gonna oh say. Oh my god! I was god. thinking one of those like uh, it's just the two wheels and it like auto stabilizes. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the hoverboard. Oh, okay, yes. that's that's called a hoverboard. All right. They, yeah. Yes. They just yeah. They, they stole they, the name they just hoverboard. Use the wrong it's not, name for it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not. Yeah, because it's neither um, a board nor does it hover. They no. released it in like 2015, which is the year of Back to the Future 2, and we're using a bunch of that like iconography oh. to like advertise it. Oh fuck! Wait, no. Iris is talking about a different thing that had a handle. A Segway. Segway. Is that uh, it? Oh well, no. no I, I mean, Segway was the thing I first imagined when I was seeing that uh, question. But then I was thinking of the one yeah. that doesn't have a handle. It's literally just like the oh, platform okay. with the two wheels that is and it's a got a gyroscope. That's a hoverboard. Yeah, yeah. We're all on the same page. Okay. Yeah. I swear there's uh, one that has, like, a scooter handle on it. Huh, I haven't seen that one. Uh, okay. It, anyway, I would say that Fat Man would use Heelys. Oh, fuck. Adult Heelys. <laughs> <laughs> God, I wish, dude. Oh, uh, there'd be a codec call about the history of Heelys. What if, what if Fat Man had soap shoes? <laughs> he just grinds. That, oh, God, he was, he was grinding. grinding. <laughs> That's how he got to the fucking helipad. He had to grind to it. That's... <laughs> I, I, I mentioned know. in a uh, substance. There's a bonus mode where they just made Tony Hawk, and you'd like yes. skateboard around the big shell. Yeah, he uh, Fat Man does grind on the edge of the helipad. That's does true. He? Yeah, Damn. yeah. Yes. During the cutscene, I am yes. currently playing substance. So, yeah. Uh, oh, it's shredding. From at definitely exist. What game would be improved by replacing the main character with Raiden shortly into the story? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think it'd be funny if in like the one of the Way of Kings books, <laughs> replace Kaladin. Uh, like he replaced Kaladin, <laughs> right? Uh, there's a part of me that wants to say Final Fantasy X. Just replace the. <laughs> when, would anyone way, no, notice? Hang on, who, knows? who are you replacing? <laughs> who are you replacing? Is it just yeah? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I I know that's how you're supposed to pronounce it, but it'll never work for me. It's Titus. I, I've just heard care. it that way too many times at this point, so it's just kind of ingrained now. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's a, a good game you could put Raiden into. That, oh, you know, one thing I keep meaning to talk about that I love, during any codec call, you can push R1 or R2 to get yeah. the character's thoughts. Uh, what?! Yeah, if you press R1, uh, it works in the tanker section and the plant section, so Snake or Raiden will, like, think a little affirmative thought, like, oh, that sounds pretty good, or like, okay, yeah, I get it. And if you press R2, they think a negative thought, where Raiden <laughs> will say things like, whatever, why don't you do it? <laughs> you can also oh control their images with the sticks. Yeah, you can use yeah, the like, that. wiggle sticks around and to move zoom in, sticks in to zoom yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I got to do was I kept accidentally hitting up on the left stick, and that just starts a call. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, so I didn't mess with the sticks after that. Right. Um, oh, right, the other dumb little Easter egg thing I keep meaning to mention. You can hang off of uh, the sides of rails and stuff, right? If yeah. while you're hang, you have like a grip meter that like... Yeah, he uh, sure does have a grip meter, doesn't he? Yeah, that goes down, <laughs> and when it empties, you drop. Yeah. Um, yeah. While you're hanging, if you press L2 and R2 at the same time, you'll do a pull-up. And if you do 100 pull-ups, it levels up your grip meter so you can hang longer. Yeah, you can do exercise. Jesus. <laughs> Raiden is so fucking extra with his 
with that shit. I know, I love him. <laughs> right, like, Snake is there, like, let me just climb over this railing. Ryan, I'll do a backflip over the railing. Yes. Uh, I love Ryan. <laughs> That's why people thought you were gay, homie. <laughs> Ryan might be my favorite character in all of Metal Gear. I, I do really like Ryan. Listen. He rocks. I've said it over and over. I love a Roxas. <laughs> yeah. You do love I, a Roxas. And, really, and, the and truth just, is I love a Raiden, and Roxas is a Raiden to me. Yeah, in yeah. Luke uh, and I have very similar, I think, opinions about Metal Gear. Yeah. I I think, like, I like this version of Raiden more than, like, Revengeance. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, he's I like him as a little bit of a weenie, and he kind of loses yes. that. Yes. Because they made a pivot in 4 because everyone hated him so much, so let's make him more of a cool guy in 4. Yeah, I think 4 still retains enough of him being kind of a nerd. Uh, He's also not in it all that yeah, much. But yeah, in, in yeah. as much as I really enjoy Rising, they make him too cool. He's too they, cool. Well, they try and make him cool. Well, yeah, he still sucks. It's just he's treated as cool by the story. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He's still very yeah. lame. Uh, Jesse Stram is the actual cool yeah. person. I was because this is my problem with a lot of revengeance is they think it's very cool and some of it is not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. I just overall did not like revengeance. So sure. Uh. Yeah, we got a lot of people asking us about like how our thoughts about you know Raiden like replacing Snake. Uh, yeah. from at Pokey's Crypt. Uh, what would your boss battle's traversal gimmick be? Oh. <laughs> oh you had to fight me? Right, so yeah. So <laughs> I mean, I want fucking crutches right now, so. Right, right. I, I, I would be... You would be on one of those, like, things where you, like, prop your leg up and, like, wheel around. <laughs> <laughs> one of those I hurt my leg scooters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you'd have to fight uh, me exclusively I... on horseback. Oh, shit. Oh, so true. Yeah, I feel like I would be have, like, wrestling ropes. I would just walk on the ropes. Oh, oh yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, what, what do I got here? Um... The first thing I had is, I just drive a car and hit you with my car. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking isekai him. Yeah. <laughs> you have to complete a little RPG before you're allowed to go back and play. <laughs> it's like minute or something. Yeah. Right, yeah. Right, yeah. You come back and you're like, Jesus, what the fuck happened? Uh, one of, uh, I, got, I got a harem now for some reason. Yeah, one of the funniest bits to me in Deathstalker is they have like a a guy has to get do trial by combat and they just pan over to the arena and it's just a wrestling ring. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and you liked this movie, huh? <laughs> yeah, weird. Well, <laughs> Strange. And then I I, sh- I showed a clip from that scene to you. <laughs> right, right. Of a, a a glow wrestler who's very tall. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's basically it for question. People just saying also that, yo, MGS2 is too wild. <laughs> sure is. Yes, wild. It is. You got me there. It's not getting less wild as we go. <laughs> yeah, I, I had like l- knew somewhere in my brain that Fat Man went around on roller skates, but like sure. w- watching it, it'd be like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like at, at the cutscene was like, 
they really buried the lead on here. <laughs> yeah, my thing with Fat Man is there's an old um, uh, GGDG fan comic of Metal Gear where she drew Fat Man with, like, a silly straw in the wine. <laughs> and I just, like, in my head, that's just what he has. And every time I play this game again, I'm like, I get a little disappointed that it's just a bendy straw. Yeah. You said silly straw in, like, when you were describing it. Yeah, in my mind, it's just a silly straw. <laughs> yeah. It should be. I need to go f- go find a mod, like you were finding for, like, to put a tramp stamp on Raiden. I need Fat Man to have a silly straw. Uh, I, 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 was, love I was trying to look up... Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was trying to look up, like, a picture of it just to, like, make sure, like, okay, it is just a bendy straw. But apparently there's a wine called Fat Man. <laughs> <laughs> Great. I love that. And it has nothing to do with this. Nowadays, no. like, both Raiden and Leon can exist in this space where people are like, yeah, they're baby girls. Right. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I mean, look at him. Yeah. <laughs> look at him. It's, it's just nice to see how far we've come as a society. Yeah. I know. Um, and then they fucked that up for revengeance, but whatever. Sh- yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, Talking about how much everyone. I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Like I, this is what I'm saying. That could, this was is a point where Kojima was 100 percent ahead of the curve. Yeah, totally. Um, talking about how everyone hated Rose uh, and thought she was like a really awful character, Kojima was like, "I based her on my wife, so I feel a little bad <laughs> oh, that everyone no. hates her so much." Oh no! <laughs> oh, buddy, this is one of the first times I've felt genuine pity for Kojima. <laughs> Do you think That's that so that? Uh, do you think that the story of how they met is how he, uh, she could <laughs> even accident? Because feels like I would hundred percent be. believe it. I'd believe it. <laughs> that man loves movies so fucking much. It's de- a does. definite possibility that he would get really pedantic about King Kong. His body is seventy percent movies, according to him. Yeah. Yeah, let, listen, that is, like, for me, the thing that endears me to Kojima the most. <laughs> right, right. That's what you can bond with him over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's it for questions. Iris, right. where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at Stilts the GM on Twitter or at Stilts on co-host. Uh, you can f- also find me at Eidolon Playtest. Um, I... Uh, recently did a, a mini series where I GM'd Eidolon Queen based on, uh, you know, the band Queen. You know them. You love them. Uh, based on fortune from this video game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Right. Um, ha- I'm pretty proud of that mini series. Uh, go, uh, go listen to it. Um, it's fucking good. And uh, in a in a few weeks, you'll hear me again in Eidolon Montreal. Uh, oh right, you got yeah. Yeah. Uh real forgot about the third miniseries. Really happy with the with the character I made for that one. Um you can also uh check out the archives of my uh, podcast Saber Metrics, Sa- oh, sorry, Saber slash Metrics, a uh critical and uh sincere analysis of the Fate franchise. Uh, which is sort of on hi- hiatus, but I do want to get back to it soon because, God, I got to finish Fate Zero. I, I don't want to, but I do have just to. Fin- just finish the damn Yeah, thing. I just got to finish this fucking thing. <laughs> All right, Luke. 
You can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows that I do on AudioEntropy.com, primarily Eidolon Playtest. Uh, as Iris just described, it's an actual, it's an award-winning actual podcast. We are award-winning now. <laughs> if I yeah. might say, yeah, you may, you may. Go off, Queen. <laughs> that was it, though. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh- I didn't really want to interrupt your the whole thing, you know. I uh, gotcha. Um, yeah, uh, usually I GM it. Right now, though, we're doing miniseries. We're about halfway through Eidolon Oyster, which I'm a player in, and so is Molly. And then after that, yeah, we've got Eidolon Montreal. Uh, Eidolon Disco and Sky will be back in January. Excited to get back. I'm, I'm, I miss them. Yeah. I also miss God. them. We're going to start recording it pretty soon. So. We are. I'm excited. Fabi and I have been um, talking so much about <laughs> Disco. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, Zoe and I, uh, Lexi and I have not talked about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that is... Oh, you know what? Uh, because we're a week behind on these, I don't know when it's coming out, but I did record an episode of The Book of Medora where <laughs> I wrote a 50,000-word document about my feelings about Zelda timeline theories that they were very nice and let me uh indulged me while I argued with them about it that'll come out sometime I I, that's the podcast for it I listened to the podcast where they warned everyone that that was going to happen soon like (laughs) during my drive to my relatives for Thanksgiving I was like oh boy can't wait to hear my Good buddy Luke get re- get really weird about Zelda timelines. I wrote 50,000 words in two weeks back in April, and they said, oh, we want to wait till we finish Tears of the Kingdom to do Jesus this. Jesus Christ. Like, well. you were, and you were like, okay, well, I'll see you next year. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. Great. Ashley. Uh, you can find me at yourlibrarian with an underscore Twitter and dash on Tumblr. Uh, you can also find me at Letterbox at your librarian. Uh, you can also find me at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. I am working, but I will still give Ashley, Ashley your, your fucking money. money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Do it. Molly. Uh, you can find me on various social media sites at your friend Molly, the Y-E-R. You could find me at audioentropy.com, ineedmayo.com, thesecondbestgame.club. Nora and I finally recorded an episode about Resident Evil 4. Hell yeah! So, <laughs> when you hear this podcast, it should already be up. So you can listen to that. We're going to play Tacoma next. Uh, it'll be fun. Uh, I haven't played that game before, so we'll see oh, yeah, Tacoma's neat. Yeah. Um... You could go to audioentropy.com. My, my friend did the uh, cover art for it. Ooh. Oh, nice. Oh, cool. Uh, you go to audioentropy.com, hit the donate button in the upper right-hand corner. Give us a little money for hosting for the website. Appreciate it if you could do that. Uh, you can leave us a review anywhere you leave reviews for uh, podcasts, things like that, things of this nature. Tell your friends about our podcast. Uh, play Metal Gear Solid 2 with us, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a video good time. Game. One might say play one, one of the greatest though. video games ever made. One might. One might say that. Oh, I was curious which which thing happened, Molly, that made you tweet that. Uh, Fat Man showed up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I saw Fat Man. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I saw him. <laughs> I feel like the, the Dead Cell guys don't get as much fandom as, like, Foxhound does, and I think that's yeah. bullshit. They're great guys. I've never guys. heard... The only one I've heard of is Vamp, and there's there's a whole cast of capital G yeah, guys. Yeah, great. Yeah, Fortune and Fat Man both rule. Yeah, I feel like Vamp is mostly, in, like, is the line. Yeah. Where he's, 
called vamp because he's bisexual. <laughs> right. I wish somebody would fucking tell me that already. Please. Yeah, that doesn't happen until the boss fight with him. You'll get to it this week. <sighs> okay, fine. I just want to hear it. It just sounds like the dumbest yeah. thing anyone could say. It is also like an optional codec call, so you do have to call Snake Damn when it. fighting him. <laughs> Who do I have to uh, call? Who's Snake? Snake? Uh, uh, sorry, Iroquois Pliskin. Yeah, please, get it right. I had to write down his number, because there's yeah. no way. Yeah. If you if you put it in, I think it will become part, it will be of, like in the memory. Hey, Luke, qu- pop quiz. Do you Wait, remember the you code mean? name you gave yourself at the start of this podcast? Yeah, it was Broccoli Cheddar Phillips. Okay. <laughs> Because I yeah. figured right, I just well. need stupid first name, last name related to my real name, because obviously Snake's named after Snake Pliskin from Escape from New York. Naturally. And Philip is my, my first name. Okay, nice. You, you, you kept... All right, nice. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> Crushed it. You thought Luke wasn't going to show up for the Metal Gear Solid 2 name assignment? <laughs> I thought you're right. I, it was foolish of me to think I could trip him up. <laughs> Uh, Do you remember right, your code name, uh, Iris? Yeah, my code name was Luke. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Crushed it two for two. Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time. Uh, keep spying, Mr. President. <laughs> <laughs>